T Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my two brothers. My first brother, who just got out of jail for beating up the entire diocese for demoting him to a pagan, Mr. DJ. Allegedly. <laughs> we got we got a lawyer. We, 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 got a, we got a lawyer. He's working on it. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, stuff happens, you know. <laughs> you know, one day you're walking down the street, the next day you're beating up religious people in mass we're trying to we're trying to get him off on assault and battery only not burgundy pleading uh, pleading insanity and my other brother who allegedly spent company property and funds for compromising photos of david bowie mr dj i'm sorry mr mustard himself Ooh, that's a life loss right there. oh uh, yeah i think that is that's a fucking two-year podcast how long we've been doing this oh wait wait there it is so let me try this again. My brother who allegedly spent company funds and property for compromising pictures of David Bowie, Mr. Mustard himself. They weren't very hard to find. That's kind of worrisome. <laughs> I know. That's what, that's what the issue is. <laughs> quick, quick Reddit search set you on your way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude. Just like uh, the idea of like a backroom deal because like you're just like, yes, David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was that one thing I shared when we were all looking at it? How David Bowie fucked that guy's dad? Yep. God, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And we got a special guest today. You might have heard him talk up already, but the only man to get kicked out of Femboy Hooters, Mister Gibby. They need to make the they need to make the rules clear on like what you can do in there. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> because saying, "Hey, you're hot." Apparently does not work in there for some people. Well, it, it doesn't work when you're in the bathroom and they're in the bathroom and you're hanging out of a vent. It's kind of offensive at that point. I need to. I need to know <laughs> if, they're, if they're real. That's that's all I gotta know is if they're real or not. <laughs> so anyway, it has been a busy week as far as media goes. DJ didn't watch Godzilla vs Kong last week. Mustard has been locked in the uh. closet. Uh, give me, uh, we'll start with you since you're the guest. What have you been watching? What have you been uh, playing? What have you been up to this week as far as media goes? Well, this last week I finally got HBO Max. So I've been catching up on the newest Godzilla films. Right. <laughs> awesome. Watch Kong. Loved it. Watch Godzilla vs. Kong. And I would tell you, I've never been happier watching two monsters duke it out. <laughs> and then playing, I've been playing Outriders a lot. But those bugs on that game are killing me. Yeah, how is it? Me and Mustard have been like thinking about getting into it. It's imagine Mass Effect if you uh, if it wasn't so slow paced. Take out take out like the dialogue trees and the slow pace of like going from one area to another and just throw action at you the entire time. Uh, you already lost me at Mass Effect. What else? <laughs> it. I don't know. It's fun. If you like a shooter, I say grab it or at least wait till it's on sale because I don't think it's worth 60 bucks at this point in time. Yeah, I can't believe they released at full price. Yeah, definitely not worth it. There are so many bugs that need worked out before they should have even let it leave the ground floor. Like there is one time where I got kicked by playing by myself 
and then couldn't connect for another half hour. Well, I mean, let's face it. You, you spew off words that end with uh, R that aren't supposed to be said in a public forum. Look, man, I've already got accused of hating women on your show, <laughs> so I don't need that on my record, too. <laughs> Dead man just likes to build raps on people that aren't there. <laughs> He tries with me, but I'll just openly. Oh yeah, you know, one time he got convicted as an animal rapist. What? <laughs> I didn't go that far. Uh, anyway, that emo was looking pretty sexy that day. Get off my back. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what happens when they get into lip gloss. It's not like he's the first make one. Make Harambe Part Two. <laughs> what about you, Mustard? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? Dude, I've been playing a lot of Super Mario Sunshine. Um, as you should yeah it's fun it's a fun game it's really fucking frustrating and like rage inducing at times but it's pretty fun and um let's see uh brash candicoot has a new single out Um, i'll check that on the post show and then um i've been playing a lot of uh a lot of call of duty i got the i got the crossbow dark ethered out but mainly, though, what I've been doing with my time is I've been watching a lot of, like, reruns from Ink Master, like the tattoo uh, show, with, like, Dave Navarro and, like, uh, you got, like, 18 tattoo artists and they all compete against each other and shit. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. <clears throat> You're not a fan of anything. But anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I was about to say. What's new? Yeah, literally. So, um, well, hold on, hold on. To, to be fair, we we talked about this. We yeah. I, I voiced my opinion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I hate it. <laughs> no, there's a, there's honestly a specific reason I'm not I'm not a I'm not the biggest fan. And uh, well, you don't like the drama, but like this show is literally just nah, like, hey, yeah. your tattoo is bad. Okay, get the fuck out. Well, okay, look, we can leave the drama out of it. I'll agree. Yeah, there's there was one there's like drama and a tattoo show, and then on top of all of that, I don't like them criticizing the art. I I I didn't like that, and maybe it was just maybe it was just the episodes I saw. I'm more than willing to accept that. But they did criticize the art that several people brought in, and they were like, yeah, this art means a lot to me. And then, like, the judge was like, God, I wouldn't jack off on that. And it's like, dude. <laughs> like, but I guess, yeah, like, some, like we were talking about it, yeah. And yeah, some, yeah. Some, of it, some of it is subjective, right? Like, yeah, some of totally. it is, like, kind of like, okay, how the fuck are you going to judge that, bro? Like, what? Like, oh, that's that horse isn't pink enough, dude. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, damn it. That but we can judge the line horse. You need to do a fucking, you know. But, like, I don't know. Like, some of it does have, like, technicality, like, like a technical application, you know what I mean? In terms of, like, lining and shading and, like, how, how like, they handle the, the canvas skin, too. Like, that's a big thing. You know, like, um, overworking and, like, trauma and all that stuff. I don't know. It's interesting. I, there's a lot of components, like... A lot of a lot of shit goes into being a good tattoo artist. I was about to say my favorite part is when they do like the really old people, like the sixty and fifty year olds. Yeah, I know, dude. Like, I I didn't order this, you know, it's just straight up like <laughs> <laughs> this is a great tattoo. Who's Martha? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, is is that all there, mustard? That's pretty much. That's pretty. Much- yeah, I mean, if you want you guys want to watch some bad ones on the post show, that'd be fun. Uh, we'll, we'll take, we'll take yes. a look at it. Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, right, cool. DJ, what about you, man? Uh, watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Finally. 
Shut the fuck up. We've been out like, what, a couple of weeks? <laughs> we all watched it first day, dude. You were the one who was like three weeks later. I did. I watched it first day, yes. I did too. I think I watched it like that weekend. Well, you go all the fuck, fuck, fuck off. <laughs> Sorry we're not busy playing games from 1998. Yeah, seriously. As well as you should be. I am right now, actually. <laughs> playing Mario Sunshine, bro. <laughs> Anyways. Wait, Wait was that 98, that? though? Something like Wait, what? That. I don't know. Was Mario Sunshine no. 98? No, no, no. It was 2002. Feels like 98. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say 98 was a little... That's a little bit of a stretch, but 2002... 96 was 64. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... I, I mean, I could play through that if you want. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, uh, DJ, go ahead. Okay, let's see. Uh, we're gonna be continue, uh, continuing the, the Cypress Kane series. Oh, what book are you on? Uh, the third one, uh, Traitor's Hand. Oh, okay. So you haven't gotten to like the the forming of the church, dude. That's like millenniums early. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, dead man. <laughs> millenniums. <laughs> yeah. yeah they were. Anyways. Yeah, so anyway. Idiot. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on there. I've never heard of that series before. Uh, uh, it's, it's pretty much 4K. like a sub-series of the uh, Warhammer 40k. Oh, I you just bought played- two of those games the other day. I was about to say, you ever played Warhammer games? Uh, I played the one that's like Diablo, not the like tactical picking armies one. Have you played the Left 4 Dead one? <laughs> I don't think I have. Yeah, that's the uh, Warhammer Fantasy one. Yeah. Either way, they go they go over the forming of the church in those books before you bite my head off, asshole. Dude, are you kidding? There's like so many books and book series, it's not even freaking funny. So no, like no, Cyber's Kid has nothing to do with that. So anyways, continue. Um Oh, I've started playing uh Metro Exodus. Okay. And is Metroid the new fall like like a, a Half Life series? Uh, Metro Exodus it's it's a it's an FPS. It is a little Fallout ish. It just has a really strange story to it, and uh, and it has it has a lot of heart to it. Like I'm not gonna lie. No, I, I meant I meant uh, I meant Half Life. No, because everybody's bitching about a sequel. Every, dude, everybody's been bitching, bitching about a sequel for Half Life for twenty years. Yeah, fuck Valve. Seriously, how long? How long do you think oh. they've been bitching about Metroid? Uh, Metro longer. Metro. Metro X. Oh, Metro! I thought you said Metroid. I was like, bitch. No. Okay. Well, then, yeah, those sequels are like pretty, pretty, pretty standard, right? Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're really good though. I have I've been wanting to try them. Like I, I've been wanting to get them on PC and shit, but and they're and they're always on sale. So I guess I should. Huh? They're 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 awesome. I would recommend it. And if you if you really pay attention to the story, you'll see a lot of really cool parallels between that and a lot of popular spy uh, spy movies and stories. That's really cool. All right, DJ. What else? Oh, I didn't know all that. Yeah. So what else, DJ? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Okay, uh, let's see. What have I been? I, I finally beat Resident Evil Seven. F- 
finally. Uh, I beat the expansion, not a hero. Uh, I beat the division two again, and then I beat the expansion, the warlords of New York to it. DJ, you're really going to hate what happens to, uh, what's his name? Shut up. I don't want to know. To, uh, what I experience myself. Keever? Keeler? Whatever. Um, Keener. Keener. Thank you. I couldn't remember his fucking name. Um, <clears throat> I've been watching a lot of, uh, being, I watched The Hunt, you know, the movie where they said that we're going to hunt Trump's, Trump supporters and it kind of got pulled from theaters and everything. That and, was uh, a movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's called The Hunt. Uh, surprisingly weird sense of humor to it. Like, really weird sense of humor to it. Uh, if you have a strong stomach and you can put up with gore and uh some really fucked up themes go ahead and watch it it's it's pretty good it's on the hookup for for dj and mustard to check out um yeah i also started a really strange really artsy anime called baka monogatari and uh i'm like two episodes into that but i'm like this is so weird man and it's right up my alley it's very footy cootie uh you know what i mean like jones uh, like what, what? What was that? What was that one DJ Jones something? Jones barbecue and foot massage? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? That would be a weird anime, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, but the t- but the title just doesn't like you see the title and you're like, okay, it's another anime. Like it doesn't shock you at this point. Yeah, you're just like, hmm, like food wars and shit, you know. But anyways, uh, um, hmm. Wait, what's this anime about? It's just a really weird artsy anime. It's on the hookup. I can get you access to it. It's uh, it's tripping me out. I'll say that much. But uh, God, I'm so tired about hearing your fever dream animes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, dude. Fucking Resident Evil Seven wouldn't end. Like, oh my oh, it's god. A game. Who, like, you know what? We read reviews on this fucking show of people complaining it was too short. Whoever the fuck complained that it was too short, fuck you. I mean, I don't know. It could have been longer. 14 hours? Yeah, dude. You're complaining about fucking games being too short. Here you go. Plus Resident, plus all the DLC that came with it, too. Yeah, like, like three or four packs of DLC that all came free. Bro, they're really, really de- digging into the Seath and Winters character. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that, isn't isn't like the next story dealing with him? Yeah, yeah. I don't. And the reason I wanted to finish it so badly was because I wanted to play it before I played the next game. And DJ's question resonated in my head the entire time: What the fuck is Ethan Winters doing here after he survived the last one? And uh, yeah, man, I'm just like, well. Umbrella Corp has like a really weird way of like, okay, you've seen some shit. Now we can't let you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And, and that was kind of now. like, say again? It's like, you work for us now. It wasn't even your fault <laughs> that you're here. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, that's how they got Leon. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, not Leon was like, I'm a cop. I'm going to live through this. Yeah. <laughs> why, are, why are there zombies? Holy and honor. that PTSD dream will haunt him forever. Yeah, like, like who the fuck invited the zombies? Why are there zombies? I'm a cop. 
five years later, he's a Secret Service agent. And it's just like, just imagine like at the opening of Resident Evil 4 when he's sitting in the, the SUV being driven to the place. Just imagine his train of thought. Just, I was a cop. I just wanted to be a normal cop that day, man. It was <laughs> be my first day. He literally went from like, yo, can I borrow a dollar to I got the tip. You know what I mean? Like literally. like <laughs> I got the got, meal. <laughs> he got like a transformation there. You know, like he turned into a super fucking agent. Oh, Resident Evil 4 still pisses me off to this day. Why? He's killing our, he's killing our people. Mine and mustards. He's killing Spaniards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing but see, that's but see that, but see that's not my Shut issue. Shut up, the colonizer! Issue. Wow, that's <laughs> damn. We're going hard today, aren't we? Okay. <laughs> Fucking with you. No, what's your problem with it? Honestly, seriously, it's it's the it's the fucking trying to protect that girl the entire time. That's very annoying. Yes. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, easily. Like yeah. it just it pisses you off more than it. It's enjoyable to do. I think that was a DJ's number one complaint, wasn't it, DJ? DJ, All this right. is where you talk. <laughs> Sorry, my internet had like a seizure for a second there. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's so fucking annoying, it, you know, having to fucking protect protect that fucking bitch. <laughs> she just gets caught all the time. Yeah, seriously, it's like, you get her, and all of a sudden, oh, I'll be kidnapped now. Wait, what? And that's why, that's why oh, the first thing I upgraded was all my guns. Yeah, that's why the first thing I upgraded, I upgraded the power of all my guns, so, like, if in case I'm fighting 15 people, and she's like, oh, you got help. I turn around and fucking crack shot that one dude right in the skull, turn around and get back to fighting. I'm like, you useless sack of skin. But anyways. At least get it on the table or something. I'm not sure what he means by that, but we're going to start the show on that sound. <laughs> I, I'm excited for the Resident Evil uh, Netflix series. We've seen, uh, yeah, we, we've seen some stuff from it, and it does look, it does look kind of cool. I'm, uh, I'm kind of curious about what's going to happen. Just hope it's better than the movies, at least. Oh God, me too. Well, W. S. Anderson and his ex-wife aren't involved, so it's probably going to be a lot better. Oh god! I, I tried. We I, I, didn't. I, I watched Monster Hunter. That was another W. S. Anderson. And once again, dude, just why? Why does this dude not have a median shot longer than six seconds? I was gonna have a seizure. Fuck! I don't, he really likes his cuts, dude. Cuts, repositions, cuts, repositions. I'm just like, I can't do it, dude. Ugh. like it hurt my brain. How many how many cameras are you gonna add and need a West album? Oh, all right. <laughs> how many how many we got in storage? We got fifteen. I need twenty three. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that twenty three or thirty three? I need three three. You're not helping. Just imagine <laughs> a number that ends with three. <laughs> a large number that ends with three. That's what I need. Fuck hell. <laughs> But anyways, starting the show, and this is something uh, Gabby wanted to talk about, and I guess DJ wanted to talk about it too, and let's go ahead and get into this. Twitch will crack down on harassment, even if it doesn't happen on its own platform. Uh, Twitch has announced an updated set of guidelines, and it's plans to use to address hateful conduct and harassment aimed at community members that happens off its own platform. 
Um, <laughs> okay, well, Mustard, go ahead, man. Category one, someone is harassed on Twitch as well as off Twitch. When this happens, we will take into account verifiable off-service behaviors or statements that relate to an incident that took place on Twitch. For example, if we're reviewing a harassment report about an incident that happened live on stream, related or continued harassment on Twitter could be taken into account when reported to us. This is how our current off-service policy works in the vast majority of cases and will not change. We will now... Okay, category two. We will now enforce against serious offenses that pose a substantial safety to risk to the Twitch community, even if these actions occur entirely off Twitch. Hmm. Oh my god. I kind of... I, I don't know. I kind of like it. Well, I, I don't, I don't think Gibby does. Gibby, what do you what do you got to say about this? This is fucking stupid. So okay. what you're telling me is if I post something on Facebook, if I post something even not even remotely close to Twitch and somebody doesn't like it, they could take that little snippet, cut it completely out of context because we know fucking people do, and then send it to Twitch and all of a sudden I can't do anything because somebody didn't like what I had to say on a different platform? Are you well, kidding me? Twitch has to care about who you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, that's, but that's my pro Oh, I ain't talking. Oh, I'm not talking about me in any context. But I know I'm going to see it and it's just going to piss me off. But I mean, like, if you're a partner, if you're a Twitch partner and you're out on social media calling people the N word or, you know, fucking sicking your fans <laughs> onto people, like, that's, you can't do that. Like, you shouldn't be allowed to use. Twitch is a platform to grow your fucking. You know what I mean? Like, no, dude, no. Yeah, yeah let's, no, I, uh, I'll say. Let's let's look at the main word here, and the main operative word here is harassment. Now, yeah. harassment is very clearly defined by Twitch, by Twitter, by you know, almost every platform has a very clear definition of what harassment is. So, fucking around and being like, oh well, I'm on Twitch right now, but let me get your snap. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you know, she reports that you're sending her harassing messages or sexist messages or even unsolicited pictures. Yeah, that's harassment. And what this is starting to say, to, what this language clearly says to me is one thing that we've all been waiting for. And that's Twitch is now looking at themselves responsibly like an employer. It's about fucking time, dude. It's about yes. fucking time, my guy. I was about to say, are we gonna are we gonna start talking about these uh, females in the hot tubs, or are we just gonna? They're cracking down on that too. I'm pretty sure they've been planning something for. Uh, like... Yeah, all that stuff gets taken down eventually. I know a lot of people complain about titty streamers and all this other stuff, but trust me, their platforms are short lived. Even Casey Tron, the original titty streamer, has has uh, has trolled the community several times by taking a hot tub or a, or or a bath, but she's in full scuba gear. So like, no, I'm not joking. That really happened. Um, so that's great. Yeah, she's she's the best, and uh, she's the original city streamer. So this 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 idea that that Twitch is finally starting to see itself as an employer rather than a platform. I'm for this because this is starting to mean that a lot of things are starting are going to get started to clean up. DJ, chime in on this, man. You've been uh, hiding in your corner for too long. Well, no. I mean, this is exactly as you guys said. I mean, now, our guest made a good point of what could happen. I mean, it, it, it this is kind of a double-edged sword, basically, because uh, 
you know, our guest pretty much uh, mentioned like how this could actually be abused and used against someone who hasn't really done anything truly wrong. Because, you know, someone who's actually, you know, being an asshole to the, you know, this guy, to this guy on Twitch, this Twitch partner could take something out of context. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, he sees all innocent here, but look what he's doing over here. And, you know, and da, 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 da. Right. You know, it can be a real problem, but no, like, but for the initial message, I do agree. Like, people need to be held accountable for their actions, especially if they're, like, you know, a partner. They get, like, a lot of views and even people. Because, you know, kids watch this stuff, too. Oh, yeah. And it people need to be held your... more accountable. Yeah. So it... I hope the system that in place is actually a, a good, solid one, at least. Yeah, or, like, posting people, posting people's personal information out for the entire stream to watch. Yeah, like, doxing people. Yeah, that's a really big fucking thing. Like, I don't know, like, if if you're harassing somebody on twitter on twitch and then like oh, okay i'm just gonna move to twitch and like or, or god damn it keep, you know you know what i mean like if you're harassing somebody you're moving on twitch, off of twitch you're going and to, then twitter, you go to Facebook, twitter or whatever and then you go to twitter like that should you should still be held accountable if you're making money from twitch yeah yeah, and uh, I, I I agree with this action because this is not. Um, I know a lot of people love to see this kind of stuff and just go, "Oh, censorship! Oh, it's censorship! They're trying to censor us!" No, dude, no, no, no. So let's go ahead and look at this. Twitch states that the category two violations violations include threats of mass violence or acts of violence, membership in a hate group. Sexual exploitation of children, child grooming, and more. You can read the entire thing here, and they define it. And this is something that's awesome. They're defining it for you. It's not like uh, it's not like TikTok, or you know, or uh, even Twitter sometimes with their very vague rules. Pretty gray area, yeah. Yeah, Twitch is literally defining it for you. So look that up for you. And I and you know. Like I said, I, I know a lot of people are going to cry censorship or, oh, well, what, what, you know, sometimes a, a, a Twitch person is protecting themselves. That's all well and good. But there's a certain there's a certain level between conduct and reaction. You know what I mean? Am I making sense with that? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it. It's I mean, to put it that way, it's kind of dumb because like. When you're thinking about somebody like defending themselves, that's not harassment, <laughs> you know. Like okay. they're talking about, they're talking about specifically like harassment and abuse. They're not talking about like, um, I mean, I don't know. I just think your situation doesn't apply. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Like that, that's perfectly fine. You're right. But yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy about this actually. I am too, and my, I'm happiest the fact that they're they're seriously defining what it means. So, I stick I stick by mine of I I'm indifferent about it. Well, aren't you so? Aren't you trying to get a Twitch following there, Gibby? Eh, that's tough. When I get hair up my ass. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on from that, though, apparently. Io is giving Agent 47 a rest after Hitman 3, but it's not the end for Hitman. In other words, it's the end for Hitman. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I guess this was during a podcast, and... Hmm. Oh, man. Don't go on podcasts. They ruin your life. Uh, yeah. He says on a podcast. <laughs> 
so this is a whole conversation that I'm just not going to go through. Apparently, the the, the CEO character just says, 47 is just taking a break. Yeah, he's minutes. he's going on vacation. So <laughs> we need to go. Much needed R and R. He's putting the ballers to rest for a little while. He's putting the fishing wire down, picking up the pina colada. <laughs> he's putting down the <laughs> he's putting down the person seeking briefcase and getting some popcorn. Yep. I'm sorry, that's my favorite thing ever is a person seeking briefcase. Have you ever seen like the compilations of people just like throwing them and watching them run meters? Like it's it's fucking people, hilarious. People's people's like funny killings on that game are like just some of the most out of the world fucking shit that I've ever seen. It's so funny. <laughs> Well, yours was pretty fucking funny. Oh, the wrench? Yeah. <laughs> what did the crowbar say to the head? <laughs> Bang! <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was fucking funny, because that dude wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, DJ, what do you, what do you think about uh, Agent 47 going off there? Uh... Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I mean, I play a couple of Hitman games. They're all right, but I'm not like, oh my god, he's in 47. How could you leave me? <laughs> Damn, that's the reaction I expected out of you, bud. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> these these are all games in the 90s. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't learned that Siphon Filter hasn't been continued. Actually, I have. And it pains me deeply. <laughs> Moving on. Apex Legends devs working on a system to compensate players affected by cheaters. So in other words, if you lose a game for from being cheated, they're going to give you rewards of some kind. So, <laughs> uh, Oh, that's not going to get abused whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a look at this. Uh, Mustard, go ahead, man. We are currently looking into what we can do for the players that have had their game impacted by a cheater. This might look like something like uh, this might look something like retroactive loss forgiveness, where you'll get your RP back if we find out that you had a cheater in your ranked match. You know what? Kudos, they're doing something. How do we stop cheaters, though? You can't. You, you can't. Yeah, that's that's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Uh, if, if we were all to go on the fucking honor system and only report people that cheated, like if every cheating report was valid, uh, we might be able to get rid of them. But people that said that rage quit, they get taken out and they're like, Oh, you piece of shit, motherfucker. I'm reporting you for cheating. <laughs> it clogs up the system. So... So at this point, it's like, well, this guy could cheat and this guy couldn't have. So which one do we want to ban first? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in order to provide some positive feedback to honest players, Respawn is looking at sending a message to players if a cheater was reported and eventually banned. Um, these are all ongoing conversations and uh, has yet to be anything nailed down. But like I said... At least, at least they're doing something. At, at least they're 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 uh, they're a step ahead of fucking Call of Duty, right? Imagine getting shit faced one night, going on a mass banning 
banning spree and just waking up the next day like, why do I have all these people's names in my inbox? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my point. It's coming back in pieces. <laughs> Bojangle64, you're out of here, bud. <laughs> Tommy did it best. You made a joke about my mom. Peace out. Stony baloney 69 brother i'm sorry but your shots are a little sus <laughs> white legend 22 nah man you couldn't hit me with that grenade you're out <laughs> kitty slayer 420 there's no fucking way you could have executed me no you're gone Bilbo Swaggins 420, sir. Uh, <laughs> just on that name. Alone. Just on your name. You're gone. <laughs> Fuck <bed>. it. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Like, this is weird. Uh, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it because. I'm for it, too. It's just fucking weird how we have to deal with this nowadays. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean. We've always had cheaters. Like, we've always had, like, oh, you have a modded controller. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like. Wow, I remember that argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, the jitter controls. But it's never been this fucking bad, dude. You know why? Because PC and PS4 oh, and Xbox God. are all integrated now. No, well. Mm. And the network and the frame system has to be similar. So anything but that works here, cheat too though, it's not just the PC players. Yeah, literally, that's what I'm saying. Is that we used to have very isolated incidents because it was only console players cheating on Xbox, or only console players cheating on PlayStation, or only PC players cheating with each other. Now they're all integrated. Now because the framework is the same on all of them, all of them can cheat. And now it's like, oh fuck! Well, we opened up our one little niche cheating corner to now three different platforms. That's why. It's not because... God, go fuck yourself. Just saying. Yeah, we don't. We dislike you. Yeah, I'm not saying that PC cheats more or PlayStation or Xbox cheats more. I'm saying that literally it used to be little contained pockets of cheating and now it's wide open doors. Yeah, I feel you. I, I see what you're saying now. But you gotta admit, watching some of the like cheating compilations on YouTube, when it's not happening to you, is funny as hell. Sometimes. It's funny. I like I like watching the ones that get caught midstream. Like I like watching those. Those are funny. I like watching those. Those are my favorites. Yeah, like yeah. busted a hacker. There was the one. There was this one girl that like tried to play it off. Like her roommate used her computer and what is this? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was oh, so that's funny. the CSGO one. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, was yeah, like yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to act it up. She was like calling her what roommate. The fuck? She, you put this on my computer? Yeah. <laughs> How many people bought it? bagel nobody yeah nobody. <laughs> i'm sorry dude after watching that episode of scrubs i'm not saying i'm not saying zero or goose egg anymore i'm, I'm taking it from the todd bagel <laughs> bagel <laughs> dj once again chime in on this you're part of the podcast but you're gonna have to talk oh, god damn it <laughs> sounds like uh, he's laying in bed yeah i know yeah no, I mean, the interesting system, but this could be, but it's just, this is going to be easy to uh, abuse, basically, though. I don't think so. I mean, oh, why not? Hmm. 
I don't think so because the the cheaters have to be verified. Like like number one number one said number one thing that that I took away from this was uh, uh, if we find that you had a cheater, so the cheaters have to be verified. So it's not like you can just lose a fucking game and go, she's <laughs> a cheater. Like, just is cheating. No, it's like the devs have to go in and look at everything and go, no, you just suck. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, but there's also another way. You know, what if they're uh, what if the person receiving the free stuff is in cahoots with the che- with the cheater? Like for example, like remember in Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, where uh, you have like like you know you do like a free for all and two guys would like be in like in a quarter killing each other till one of them gets a nuke. Boosting, you mean? Yeah, boosting. Harder to do in a f- harder to do in a. In a in a in a battle royale, possible, but more way more difficult. But I I can see what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean it's harder to do, but not impossible. And some people are just trolls like that. They'll do it just because they can. Okay, that's an interesting point. What do you guys think? I mean, he's. I agree with him totally. I can see people. I can see people abusing this just for the fuck of it. It'll be hard. Yeah. It'll be hard, but people got the free time. Well, not <laughs> anymore, but they did have the free time. And I, and I think that's what's I think that's what's going to lead to a sharp decline is the amount of people going back to school and work. I think that's what's going to lead to the sharpest decline of cheaters and 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 all this other stuff. Yeah, there'll still be there, but I don't see I don't see it being as frequent. Right. Okay. Well, I think we've milked this one to the bones. Moving on. I'm not doing that. Fuck you. Just seriously. X, dude. Yes, you don't have to skip it. Well, no, because every time I do, I always get a fucking notification that there's all sorts of cookies and shit in my fucking inbox. Anyways. Well, yeah, that's how the internet works. How about just shut up? Anyways, <laughs> E3 2021 plans announced. Xbox and Nintendo involved. No sign of Sony this year or next year. Sony, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm more excited for the Nintendo one. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Sony was like, I don't want to play no more. You guys suck. <laughs> Like the production of the PS5s, man. How? He's not wrong. Hey, Sony's trying their best, guys. Okay? Their best? Don't want to hear Losers go home and complain about their best. Winners go home and go fuck the prom queen. Bro, we're all getting fucked by scalpers. We can't fuck no prom queen. The prom queen's getting fucked by the scalpers too, bro. Like, God damn it. <laughs> We get that weird girl that just sits behind the trash can. That's what we're getting right now. I'm good with it, but I'm the no. Weird we're not one. getting shit. No, we're getting <laughs> masturbating using our own lubes as fucking t- like tears and lubrication. We'll get Fuck. there. We'll, we'll get there. They can't scalp tears. Say so we're crying and using our tears as lube. That's where we're at right now. Yeah, I guess they can't scalp our tears. Can they? Can they? <laughs> You, you okay there, mustard? I think you you think your uh, nose is bleeding. <laughs> scalpers, man. Yeah, they're preventing they me from getting a fucking PC right now. How bullshit is this? 
getting anything. Literally anything, bro. Anything, yeah. I couldn't get a goddamn Xbox. I can't get a fucking PC. <laughs> I'm I'm so stuck right now. It's bullshit. Dead men came to me with the most scuffed PCs the other day coming out of errands, dude. I'm like, no, no, dude, no. Just wait. <laughs> oh man. I was trying. I'm trying. Like I hate Those are I, like PCs they sell at Walmart, dude. I, like, I do I don't like I don't like having something lapse. Like you can ask DJ. If I say I'm gonna do something by a certain deadline, I it's it's it sucks for me because I need to do it by that deadline. Well, the, well, no, because it wasn't it wasn't that you need to have a PC by April first. No, it was like you couldn't get an Xbox, so you got to get a PC. That's the deal. Right. I guess, like I said, my brain is just. You're making rules where there wasn't any. Might be. It might be. It's just for me. What is what is crawling on my leg? Hold on. Uh, go ahead and read that, man. I gotta find out. There's a spider on my leg. Hold on. The Electronic Software Association has announced its plans for the first digital-only E3, which will include Nintendo and Xbox, but fuck Sony. Taking place from June 12, 15, E3 2021 is confirmed to include. Uh, okay, if Sony is conspicuous <laughs> by its absence on that list, and we've huh. And we've contacted the company <laughs> for comment. Other major missing companies include EA, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Tencent, 505, and Activision Blizzard. So none of these foals are making an appearance. The ESA makes it clear that the list of partners marks early commitments so the other publish publishers and developers could come on board at a later date. However, before the show's pandemic-related cancellation, Sony said, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even gonna like try and make an attempt to show up or just even like release a game no no you, you got you got our email that was it that was that's it. all you get that was it. we that don't was pay the pr guy enough to write another one sorry we have a pr guy <laughs> <laughs> sorry there was a spider literally on my leg and i was trying to shake him off and he wasn't letting go what kind of spider was it? A little house spider, but it was I, like, I, like he was on my leg, and I was like, "Get off, get off!" And he was just like hanging on, and, like, "Whoa, whoa, dude!" House whoa, spiders just scare whoa. me because like, they could, they could like at any point in time be brown recluses. No, those are very specific. Now this was a little yellow house spider, so I wasn't worried about it. But he was just hanging on to my ankle. <laughs> man, you should just let him be. He ain't hurt nobody. That's great, but I got sweatpants on, man. <laughs> <laughs> So I started kicking, and he's just hanging on, like, ah, whoa, hey, come on, hey. <laughs> I didn't know hurricane season was back. Oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> he's, he's riding that bull. <laughs> I had to take a, I, had, I don't know if you heard it. I literally had to take your piece of paper and, like, put him on it and, like, throw him at my door. I was like, dude, be gone. He's just going to come back even angrier, bro. <laughs> Was it though on my ride, bitch? <laughs> I paid for five minutes. I didn't get five minutes. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, god damn it. Uh, I don't. I like. <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. I mean, like we got Square Onyx, Sega, Bandai, Namco, Tencent, Five Hundred Five, and Activision Blizzard. E3? Huh? That pirate E three. 
It's a free. It plays free on on YouTube and their websites, like on IGN. Well, you wouldn't download a video game presentation <laughs> like those fucking commercials. <laughs> yes, I would. You don't know me. <laughs> All right. So, Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take Two, Warner Brothers, and Koch Media. Yeah, Koch Media. Koch Media. Koch Media. Koch Media. Koch Media. I can't. I mean, believe that's Konami. gonna be that's gonna be nice. Say again, DJ. Uh, I can't believe Konami is actually going to show up at E3. Konami, what are they? What, what was the last? What was the last one that they made? That was good. Oh, that was good. Uh, I, I guess Little Gear Five. That was good. I said. I said that was good. Little Gear Five. people did like it, so you know. Uh, no, I'm with I'm with uh, Mustard. That was good. Just. <laughs> Uh, well, you don't, don't like anything, have, so. I think we have. I don't think we have a Konami title that was good since like Metal Gear Two. Metal Gear Three. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, DJ. <laughs> okay, we're looking for a certain level of quality here that you're not producing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there was something that was sent to me by Lofus, and I thought it was pretty cool. And apparently, it's been making it's been making a lot of splashes on the internet. Metroid Prime has been remade. Into a side-scrolling shooter. Okay. Okay. And I wanted to take a look at it with you guys because honestly, I thought switching Metroid to an FPS was a bit of a crime. Uh, I didn't like it. So I didn't... we're not talking about Metroid Exodus. So we're talking about Metroid now. Metroid. Metro okay. Exodus. Is a first-person shooter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got confused by that statement. I was like, "You're you sound stupid." So this is Metroid Prime uh, 2D, and this is available now. In case you want, in case you PC guys want to download it. Oh. So let's uh, let's just fast forward. I didn't like the way Prime took the story. I didn't like how it went from Samus being this badass motherfucker to being a PTSD victim. I didn't like it. I didn't like a lot of it, but. After watching this, <laughs> they took the Isaac Clark route. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you exactly that. Yeah, wait, the, perfectly said, mustard. So, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, their stories are pretty similar if you think about it. Uh, kind of. Yeah, no, Isaac Clark was an engineer. Samus was a bounty hunter, but I get it. So yeah, come on, 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 come on. Okay, can we get some gameplay here? Here we go, here we go. Uh fucking halfway through the goddamn video. It's only seven minutes. You could have done at least like ten, fifteen breath. Okay. So look at this. This is and this is uh there's your mouse cursor. Her fucking arms just sticking out the back of hey. <laughs> hey. Oh fuck. Come on. Come on. Hey. Nope. 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 There, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Way to crack her armor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? Okay, well I like this. This is pretty cool. It looks and... it looks good. Never been a Met- never been a Metroid fan, but this looks cool. 
I'm Looks all right. Metroid fan. DJ? Uh, yeah, you're the Metroid fanatic, dude. You love Prime, so. Yes, I do. So what do you uh, think of this? Not bad so far. Come on, do the Mario backwards jump. Come on, do the Mario backwards jump. So, uh, <laughs> so the thing is, is that right? Every button does something different. Like you have all your abilities from the original game. You have your scanner, uh, your your you know prime blaster. You can turn it into a ball, whatever, whatever. But it's all done with two D. And uh, like I was, I forgot who I was talking to. I think it was uh, my girlfriend. I was like, if the games looked like this, I would have been all over them. Uh, I I don't know something about Metroid. I think the only one I've ever played was when it was uh, FPS. <sighs> I grow more and more disappointed by you. What I, I knew it existed. I just never put time and effort into playing them. I guess the only one I've ever played like this is Castlevania. The only platformer you've ever played is Castlevania. No, like this. The style. Right I, I think all this guy is like whoever's, play, whoever's plat playing this. Platformer, my guy. Yeah, whoever's playing this is trying really hard to figure out the type of the controls, and it's so like you, you never played like Mega Man or like you know fucking. Oh Mario. shit! I forgot about. I totally forgot about Mega Man. I own those games and I forget about them. <laughs> so what are, you, what are you guys thinking so far? I mean, is this something it, you will look into? Pretty meh. I, no, I wouldn't play it honestly. I'm not a big enough yeah. fan. Nah, I probably wouldn't put any time and effort into it. Mm, I'd probably check it out, but I don't know. I mean, considering like how many uh, functions there was in the uh, Metroid Prime trilogy, it seems like a little overly complicated for the uh, for the 2D experience Metroid. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. So far, I'm. Yeah, whoever's playing this sucks. There's better gameplay. There's better gameplay out there than this. So, and you can check it out yourself. It's called Prime 2D. But yeah, I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on this because I like this a lot. Yeah, it's pretty mad, dude. Sounds so excited about calling something meh. Like. Because my favorite Metroid is Super Metroid, so you okay. know, having uh, and I, and I didn't I didn't like Prime. I didn't like Prime. I didn't like the way they took it. I didn't like everything that happened. So the idea that they're that they remade this into this uh, 2D platformer kind of has me kind of excited. Oh, can't wait till you get a PC so you can play it, my dude. Oh, <sighs> Invincible. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I haven't been able to sit down and watch it yet, but uh, I'm actually going to do that today. So let's go ahead and dead that and move on. And uh, something came out the other day that we've all been in we've all been anticipated. In fact, we covered it last show, and that's Batman: The Long Halloween. We have our first trailer. Oh one? shit! Hell yeah, dude! Let's do it. Here we go. We're going to the trailer park. Yes. I can't really be a player and a criminal, can I? I want to yeah. win, but do I want to win like this? I'm of two levels yes. here. 
Yes, you do. So okay, maybe just a little bit. And that's Harvey. Johnny Vitti was murdered tonight. Falcone crime family has to be taken down. There's only room for one homicidal maniac in this town. There we go. And that's uh, the guy that plays Joel. Why are you running? You could use a little fun. Doing Joker, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking uh, what's his name again? Uh, Baker. Yeah, that guy. You thought wrong. Troy Baker. Troy Baker, and that's Jensen Ackles playing Bats. They still haven't figured out who killed Johnny Vitti. Ooh, okay. Who only works on holidays. There's that's pretty crazy out there. It's a pretty yeah. obscure villain to be bringing up. Uh, Calendar Man? Things are going to be different. Yeah. We can start a family. Not really, dude. Well, it's, 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 it's a story with a major twist. And we must endeavor Huge. to lift it up again. A major fucking twist, yeah. Who is Part one? And who's next? Damn. Fuck. I mean, I'm excited. I'm going to reread the book. You know what? Now, now that I hear... Now that I hear the Joker, and now that I hear Jensen Ackles, yeah, I'm with it. What do you guys think? I definitely, I'm definitely going to watch it. Day one, hell yeah. Um, I'm going to wait till part two comes out. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I want the complete experience. I mean, I hate, <laughs> I hate it when they did this for the, uh, the Dark Knight Returns. You know, they did one and yeah. two, so I was like, oh, fuck that bullshit. Well, I mean... <laughs> you know, I love the long Halloween. I love the story, but I'm, I'm sorry. I hate this part one, part two bullshit, so... I want I, part two to come out so I can watch the full story at once. <laughs> I don't mind considering how long that book is. It's it's like, it's like, it's like the stand, bro. It's that thick, you know? So I don't mind. Oh, yeah, no, it's true. But I mean, I I totally respect like I totally respect it. The idea of waiting for a series to finish so you can binge it all at once, I get that, I get that. And uh, Gibby wanted us to check out something. Gibby, what did you want us to check out, man? Fuck. Another thing about the Borderlands movie, as if this. It's no, no, just no, not no, 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 no. This right about. here, this right here that you sent. Oh, you. okay. I was looking at the tabs. It's uh, <laughs> something that popped up on Twitter. Yeah, sorry, I got a little. Forward ahead there. It's a Ghostbusters clip that popped up on my Twitter timeline. And then that it's means... The it's the mini Marshmallow Man. Yeah, it's the mini puffs. So that means we have a new trailer for the Ghostbusters 3 Afterlife. And uh, we talked about this right before we went live. That... Uh, what's his name? Bill Murray is has started to fuck with the production of this movie. So... Who knows what's gonna happen with this? It's been delayed two years, so let's see. Uh, let's see what the new trailer is. Oh, hear the, Oh, listen to the music. Oh, you hear that? Mm-hmm. Jamoka. Strawberry, red velvet, <clears throat> blue velvet. <laughs> Man, you can't tell me Paul Rudd's not a good actor. He oh, is, he's, he's fantastic. It's just uh, Mustard Hate Ant-Man. 
That's so cute. Was that a fucking Roomba? Oh my god. Yes. They're roasting each other alive. Alright, hold on. I gotta I gotta pause it on that. DJ, do you hear the fucking music, dude? Yeah, the library scene. Does it not have your like like your hackles on like your like the hair the hair on your back of your neck, is it standing up to you? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I, oh god, okay. What about you two youngins? I didn't really recognize it. I didn't recognize <laughs> you it. I, I recognized it immediately, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Dude, oh god. Sorry folks, we're continuing, we're continuing. It's just it gave me it gave me goosebumps. Anyway. Honestly, my mom won't say it, but we're completely broke. The only thing that's left in our name is this creepy old farmhouse our grandfather left us in the middle of nowhere. Why'd you bring me up here? Entertainment value. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Did we see this trailer? This is a new one. Somehow. I'm already. I'm already for it. Plate. Yeah, I'm in. No fracking. No loud music even. Is shaking on a daily basis. Under the dining table now. Hey, remember that one summer we died under a table? <coughs> I found this in my living room. Whoa, killer replica. Hey. A replica of what? A ghost trap? She's a spingle. Yeah. We learned that from the last trailer that that's a spingle family. In the 80s, it's like The Walking Dead. Your dad never mentioned this to you? It's just my mom. My grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the Rob Love's life. <laughs> I collect spores and funguses. Yes! Was that the goddamn? Was that the dogs? Look, it looked yeah. exactly the dogs. It has a gunner seat. Oh my god! Oh, please be careful with that. <laughs> oh, that's so sick. So, yeah. does somebody want to explain to me the Bill Murray fucking with production thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a modified trailer, I guess, because there's parts of it that weren't in the last one. Um, I don't know. Apparently, it's been coming out that Bill Murray's been fucking with the production of Ghostbusters since the second one. Uh, he either believes his cut's either too small or he wants more creative control in it. Or, according to him, he got duped into making the second movie. Uh, that they were all hired under false pretenses. And I'm, I find that hard to believe. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to like show up on set one day and be like, oh, no, we're making a Ghostbusters movie? 
how did I not know? How did I not read the script or what my fucking production agent was paying me for? Nor signed yeah, the that contract. makes no sense. Yeah, so apparently he's been fucking with the production of this movie because we do know that the remaining three Ghostbusters are going to have cameos as the Ghostbusters. We just don't know in what capacity or how. And of course, Egon's gone because uh, Harold Ramis is gone. So apparently, uh, yeah, Bill Murray's fucking with the production of this movie too. And uh, I just wanted to be out already. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish they would give an official day on that, though. Well, they can't because it's been delayed for two fucking years. It was uh, supposed to come out in 2019. It was supposed to come out in 2020. And then we had it for January, no, December last year. And f- since then, it's just been like, I don't know. <laughs> it's here when it's here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you get it when you get it. <laughs> so now we can move on. Uh, Gibby, what did you want to talk about? Mm. I didn't actually read the article because I was saving it for this, but just this headline irritates the shit out of me. Go ahead. Because the video game universe is already hard as shit to understand already. At the end of three, didn't make no sense on that. And then the movie, which, dear God, the movie, the casting, it already just irritates the hell out of me. Is that even going to be close in the same story? Well, Why? <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, out of the three of us, who's the best Borderlands historian? Most likely you. I think you, yeah. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like, you, like, you went out of your way to 100% Borderlands. I adopted that series pretty well. I, I really didn't like cling to it very much. Okay. Yeah, no. I mean, like even when you lost the achievements, you went out of your way to make sure you got him again. Yeah, no. You're... Yeah, you're it. Uh, no, yeah, you're it. Uh, all right, hang on. Sorry, the, oh, no, the spider. The spider reappeared. Somehow, it ended up on the opposite wall of where I threw him. <laughs> what the fuck? He's got a goal today, and it is violence. Dude, I'm, I'm putting the I'm putting the picture in the in the in the chat here. Um. Here we go. Oh, he chose violence. <laughs> That's literally him. I, now my door is literally the opposite side of the room of that. He I, just wants to hang out and give us two cents about Borderlands. Cool. Come on, brother. Get get on the mic. Let's do this. Anyways, so <laughs> essentially, in Borderlands, the best way to describe the universe and the history is that there was a bunch of wars that happened. After the wars happened, a bunch of manufacturers started taking up power. These these manufacturers were weapons manufacturers mostly, but you also had tech manufacturers. After they started divvying up power, they started laying claims to planets because they heard, they heard rumors of things called vaults. These vaults were supposed to contain infinite power. Iridium, essentially, just on a massive, massive scale. Uh, the first game takes place with not the first set of Vault Hunters, but the first set of successful Vault Hunters. So, from there, Atlas uh, and all the other manufacturers, Jacobs, they all stepped in and started amping their production. And they're seeking 
uh, vaults to new levels. So, uh, and the reason that they're probably separating the game and the movie is because the game itself, uh, we're very limited to Pandora and we're very limited to what other, what are the little planets we've been to inside of the Pandora's, uh, little realm. But with this one, we might see different worlds. We might see different rules. Uh, for instance, like there's, there's rules that are set up in the Borderlands games that kind of get shut up and shut down later on by their own games. Like the amount of sirens that can exist at one time, uh, the red lights and how powerful yeah, I thought there was they only were. One. Well, there's supposed to be three. There's only supposed to be three ever. And in Borderlands three, there's like five. <laughs> so yeah, there's Maya. No, not Maya. Wait. Yeah. Maya. Yeah. Maya. Maya Lilith, whichever yeah. one was one of the, I don't remember her name. Cause I don't the play. Two twins. Sirens. I thought one of the twins was a leech. She's still a siren. He's, he is still a siren. Like, yeah, that's five. Yeah. So literally there's that only supposed daughter to be was three. A siren. Jax and an angel was also a siren. So that's literally six in the same universe in three. <laughs> so I, I think doing this, he's kind of freeing himself from the constraints of which the game puts itself in. Because Well, all I can say is my hopes for this are not very high. I'm, 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 I'm hoping for this one because we do have Pitchford involved. And uh, I've heard Pitchford talk on like Penn Sunday School, and I've heard him talk on like several other like podcasts, like the uh, the broken the, the broken couch podcast and the raid the raid uh, nerd rage podcast. He's very uh, he's very involved. He's not letting this he's not letting this get away from him. You listen to podcasts, fucking nerd. I know, right? <laughs> nerd. <laughs> <laughs> So and and of course let's see let's take a look at this let's go ahead and delve into the into the into the article itself. Uh, writer and Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford has made clear that the Borderlands cinematic universe is different to the Borderlands video game universe after fans expressed concerns about the recently revealed plot for the movie. He revealed, oh, the, revealed news, the plot already. I guess so. He revealed the news in a tweet after the synopsis for the forthcoming film was released. The plot summary revealed that the movie was diverging from the plot of the games, mainly by introducing a mostly unseen character called Atlas as the main antagonist, played by Edgar Ramirez. Many also pointed to the lack of mention of a vault, series, uh, sources of alien technology that act as something of a holy grail for everybody involved. And Handsome Jack, of course, is not mentioned. Ah. Uh. That's right. Oh, thank uh, God. Yeah, I've had enough of Handsome Jack. Yeah, I mean, no, like, like, don't get, no, don't get this wrong. Great character. He, he, he added a, a much needed boost to the series, but they milked him freaking dry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Especially making him a DLC, like the first DLC pack in three. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he was an essential plot in the freaking uh, Telltale's game. Tales, yeah. of the, Tales of the Borderlands. Like, oh my God. Oh yeah. Here's, the pre-sequel, watch his rise to power. Who cares? Who gives a fuck, yeah. So, let's keep going here. The Borderlands cinematic universe is not identical to the video game universe. We are authentic to the character's tone and style, but allow for independent storylines. The mediums are not the same, so the content should not be bound to the same rules. That's exactly what I was saying. 
Um, so yeah, all right. Like I said, after seeing Kevin Hart be cast as Roland, uh, I was already, dude, I was already out. Yeah, all of us are. All of us are on red alert for that one. But because Roland's not that energetic of a character. No, and and that's kind of where where we all stand. Like like we're we're willing to give him a chance because honestly, he is surrounded by really good actors. And let's take a look at the cast announced so far. Kate Blanchett as Lilith. I'm for it. Jamie Lee Curtis as Dr. Tannis. I'm also fucking I'm for that. I'm for that. (laughs) Jack Black as Claptrap. I'm for it. Fits. Fits perfectly. Uh, Kevin Hart as Roland is the only one I'm kind of like, Ariana Greenblatt as Tiny Tina. I'm for it. Florian Montagnu as Tina's protector, Krieg. We saw him. That that big ass dude. Yes. (laughs) Um, Krieg was my favorite vault hunter, so I'm just stoked for that. I got a meat bicycle. Anyways. uh, (laughs) Haley Bennett as an unnamed character connected to Lilith. Which... Don't be be Anaya. I think it's going to be... Uh, so the movie will see the crew battle alien monsters and dangerous bandits to find and protect a missing girl who may hold the key to unimaginable, unimaginable power. The fate of the universe could be in their hands and they'll be fighting for something more each other. So, so they're going to find a siren. They're going to find a siren who can unlock a vault. Eh. Oh dear God. All right, let's round them up. DJ started off. What do you think, man? I'm just waiting for it to come out because it has potential and it's going to be different because Tiny Tina's in it and she didn't come out till two. Then they were Craig. So, but I mean, I mean, but I can accept all that, but Kevin Hart, man, he's going to be the make it or break it. Yeah. He's the only wild card. Uh, what about you? Mr. I'm not excited. I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it, honestly. I don't think so. Um, I just gave up on the series. The story is not interesting to me. It's too convoluted, and it's like it could have been told in one game. No, no way. I disagree with that completely. Mm. Mm-mm. I mean, it's not interesting enough to me for it to be like all this, I guess. Okay. Kimmy, what do you think, man? Uh, I'm I'm stoked for it, but I have low expectations. Just everything I've heard so far has not really not really piqued my attention, especially again, as we go back, Kevin Hart is Roland. Cause Roland is like a very serious got that very dry humor in Kevin Hart who's been in 90% comedies. So, I mean, if I think it's going to be good. I hope so, but I don't have high expectations. Yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway. Hope for the best, expect low. Because uh, Eli Roth, outside of horror, is really good. Anything he does based off of somebody else's idea, he's done really good. He even did, like, Evil Dead based short stories that were kind of like stupid comedy. And he did really good at them. 
like he was really really good in them he was he was playing an ash type character and uh it was it was it was fantastic but anything outside of horror like the dude shines like inglorious bastards when he was the bear jew like come on donnie like he was great I'm alone on that one, really. I, I I thought that was a great performance. <laughs> You're alone. Oh, sorry, you just started rambling. I fell asleep. Yeah, same, honestly. Fuck you both. <laughs> no, no, okay, yeah, but seriously, no, no. You know, you're right. It's just one of those. It's it's walking an edge, dude. So we just gotta wait for more information, or at least a trailer. That yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. If they started filming it. I don't. I don't. I don't think they have. I don't think they even have day one done. Uh, so let's move on from that though, and delve more into Joss Whedon being a piece of shit. Huh? Maybe the black guy had some merit after all. Maybe. I mean, that's just it, right? Everybody's like everybody started criticizing everybody else, naysaying. Uh, Ray Fisher, but the reason we're naysaying Ray Fisher is not because he spoke out. It's because one, he did, he refused to cooperate. He refused to name people, and he 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 was talking about conversations he wasn't there for. That's that's the, that, that's the only thing we have problems with. We don't say we're not saying that he's not he was lying or that he's exaggerating because all three of us know, well, Gibby included, all all of us know that Josh Sweden is a piece of shit. So, yeah. so let's take a look at this. Joss Whedon reportedly threatened Gal Gadot's career, refused criticism of his script, and uh, he says, he, uh, according to this, he told her he's the writer, she's going to shut up and say the lines, and he can make her look incredibly stupid in this movie. I, I, I fail to see how. Like, just fucking weak. <laughs> like I, I fail to see how he could make her look stupid without being overt. You know what I mean? Like severely obtuse to the point where you're like, "What the fuck is this?" You know what I mean? Yeah, like making it subtle. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so let's see. Uh, new allegations of the misconduct during the making of Justice League have emerged uh, from both Cyborg, Ray Fisher, and anonymous sources. Fisher participated in a lengthy interview-led piece with THR about this. Uh, we'll yeah, we know see. Fisher's part. Get to the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Just a second. Um... Uh, once again, just things I don't... Come on, man. Here we go. All right, here, here we, we go. go. So, TH Sources claims that Whedon clashed with every star in the film, with Gal Gadot, apparently taking her complaints to multiple Warner Brothers executives due to her negative feelings about the rewrites. Whedon reportedly threatened to harm her career and made Gadot record lines she disapproved of. Uh, Joss Whedon was bragging that he's had it out with Gal, uh said an anonymous source he told her he's the writer she's going to shut up and say the lines and he can make her look incredibly stupid in this movie uh, Fisher also brought up the issue with multiple people including Whedon pushing for Cyborg's booyah catchphrase 
uh, which was never planned to be said in the Zack Snyder cut. Uh, let's see. Um, nope, still nothing. More Ray Fisher. <sighs> More Ray Fisher. This just looks like a bunch of Ray Fisher shit. Yeah. Except for that one part. So okay. okay, so basically the whole thing is basically now someone else is uh, speaking out. Well, the thi- okay, so I already read about this, and I already read more about this. I read uh, more about this too, yeah. Gal Gadot took her complaints to Joss Whedon, who ignored her. Uh, I don't, I don't think there was any of this in the originals, in the ex- in the other stories. Did you read anything about this, Mustard? Yeah. Uh, well, she had the main complaint for her was that she thought that Wonder Woman was too aggressive in the movie. Yeah, and uh, that's where it kind of boiled out from. That's where it kind of stemmed from. So she took her complaints to uh, to higher-ups in, in Warner Brothers and DC, and according to her, her claims and everything that she was complaining about was, was taken care of. So I don't know, like... Maybe it's just popular to just dump on Josh Wheaton now. I don't, I don't mind that. You <laughs> know? I don't mind Joss Whedon being dumped on. The guy's a piece of shit. He makes wonderful shows, and he makes okay movies, but the guy's a piece of shit. And, um... Wonder Woman being aggressive, like, did she watch the Snyder Cut? (laughs) I know, I'm like, dude, she's a fucking warrior, bro. Like, what? Well, no, but... Well, remember, she has, like, a, a weird balance to her. Uh, not all the time, though. Like not all the time. Like in certain situations and scenes, sure. But yeah, when it comes yeah. to her co, when it comes to her cohorts, yeah, she's a balance. But if you're her enemy, you did. <laughs> in fact, in 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 her opening scene in the jaw in the, in the in the Snyder cut, uh, I was sitting with my girlfriend watching it because I had to watch it a second time. The first time I was zooted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She uh she throws the dude against the wall, right? And I and I guess I'm not paying attention because I said under my breath, I was like, "Idiot!" And she started giggling, and I was like, "What is she giggling at?" And then like the dude tries to shoot the hostages, and then she hits him with the cuffs. And I guess again under my breath, I was like, "Idiot!" And she was laughing her ass off, and I'm like, "What are you laughing at?" She's like, "You're seriously monologuing this," and I'm like, "Oh shit, my bad." <laughs> I kind of laughed my ass off when they got thrown into the wall. Dude, well, dude. They're all dead, bro. They're dead. They're dead. <laughs> Cuffs can literally obliterate matter. They're dead. That dude turned into dust. That guy got Thanos on a single fucking yeah. entity level. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like This is weird. I I really just think Ray Fisher should have cooperated with the investigators, cooperated with everything that happened. Instead, the guy has been standoffish and is uh, acting very paranoid and saying that everybody's out to get him. Uh, And uh, I I think he just participated in the investigations early. We wouldn't have this right now. Right, guys? Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, DJ. So so awesome having you here in the wake. 
Well, you know, everyone has to make sacrifices. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, we're gonna we'll, we'll save that for a minute uh, for <laughs> for the next one. So let's move on from that. Black Panther two. Apparently, director Ryan Coogler says. No, that's really close to a bad word. <laughs> he says, Chadwick Boseman wouldn't have wanted us to stop, and I agree. Uh, so we know that the we know that Ryan is back directing. Um, I, I think most of the other stars have signed on, right? Yeah. I, I don't think we're missing anybody from the cast. I, if they, even Killmonger's back, Michael B. Jordan. Hell yeah. So, oh really? Yeah, no, but he's dead. He's not dead. We never confirmed his death. He's Didn't back. He in the... died at the top of the mountain. No, he, he's well, he dead. took the he took the blade out. With... He's dead, dude. He's also he's also a member of Wakanda, and whatever T'Challa says, he has to obey. So if he took yeah. the if he took the knife out and T'Challa like got on a got on his little communicator and was like, "Hey, don't let this dude die." We gotta freeze him. Then he... <laughs> he died though. He was literally laying there. He's what? <laughs> All right, whatever. Comic book project, DJ, oh. help me out here. <laughs> well, you like know, again, there's no on-screen death, but he's he's, he's very much. It's very much implied. Yeah, DJ, help me out. Yeah, yes, it was implied, but you know. Takes a while to bleed out, so. <laughs> and he had that. He has. He has a suit. You know that that provides the healing element, and he had the he had the flower that provides the healing element. So, extremely, extremely suggested that he was dead. Well, I mean, it was also su- extremely suggested that you know T'Challa was dead after he got stabbed, broken, and then thrown off a waterfall, and then he shows up in uh, Umbaka's you know freezer. A few minutes later, so <laughs> what? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just imagine Umbaku, you know, down collecting mushrooms by the shore, and it's like, oh, we gotta rescue this dude. <laughs> fuck. I mean, can we just pretend we didn't see him? Is that is that cool? No, he's he's the prince. God. Damn it! Like he's a king. He's the king. Fuck. He's not going to be comfortable though. We're sticking him in the freezer. (laughs) Fuck this dude. Kicked my ass in front of everybody. He did. Shut up. In a major way. Shut up. How about that? No. Fuck. You know what? You get to. No. You get to. You get to drag him up the mountain. You get to drag him up the mountain, and you make sure to hit every rock on the way up. Fine. Who are they recasting as T'Challa? <laughs> T'Challa's not coming back. I don't think he is. Uh, well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in an interview with THR, Kugler began revealing he didn't know much of the battle Bozeman was going through with colon cancer that uh, took his life at the age of 43. Uh, I knew what he wanted me to know. I miss him in every way that you can miss somebody as a friend, as a collaborator. And it sucks because I love watching movies and I don't get to watch the next thing he would have made. So it's a grief on a lot of levels, but then it's a deep sense of gratitude because I can close my eyes and hear his voice. He was in the middle of writing the sequel when Bozeman passed. He discussed how, although it was difficult to continue working on the film without him, 
and his friend, he knows that Chad wouldn't have wanted us to stop. So, here you go, Mustard. Go ahead. I've been reading all episode. Make DJ read. All right, DJ. Okay. And sit next to your microphones, not across the room. Yeah, it could be the bitch. <laughs> Said it's <that> not, sorry. <laughs> Good God. Anyway. <clears throat> You got to keep going when you lose loved ones. I know Chad wouldn't want us to stop. He was somebody who he was somebody who was so about the collective. Black Panther, that was his movie. He was hired to pay he was hired to play that role before anybody else was even thought of. You know, now that I think about it, wasn't Wesley Snipes trying to get that role? No, he yes. wrote the movie. Yeah. Well, he was trying to get the role back in the nineties, but he wrote the movie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Where I was hurt. Okay. On that uh, on that set, he was all about everybody else. Even though he was going through what he was going through, he was che- he was checking in on them. You know, he was just a stand up guy. Yeah, he, he was. was. You know, was. suffering so, but still checking on everybody else. <sighs> if we uh, if we cut if we cut his coverage, he would stick around and read lines off camera. So, uh, so it would be harder for me to stop. Truthfully, I'd feel for him yelling at me, like, "What are you doing?" So you keep going. Oh, that's a good well, friend. They just, they just got lucky that the Black Panther is a transferable role. Title. Role, title, whatever. Same well, difference. I don't know what that means. Uh, Black Planet is scheduled to film start filming in July 2021, and Marvel has already confirmed it will not recast Chadwick Boseman. So, like, that's... This is really cool for me. Okay, so, like, I've been thinking about this for a while. This is the first time we've had a major role uh, like this, uh, a major actor in a role like this pass away. Like we've wow. had we've had solid franchises for a while now. Dude, what are you talking about? What Princess Leia. She wasn't recast. No, but she died like in the middle of making new movies. She, she died at the end of it, dude. She was she was already done filming. She literally died in an airplane. Huh. I mean, that doesn't mean that she couldn't have been in the movies, bro. I'm just saying, like. Well, no, like, okay, so, like, for instance, we haven't recast Bond because Craig is still alive. We haven't recast Blade, uh, or even we were about to, but it's because it's a reboot. You know what I mean? Like, this is the first time I can think of in my lifetime that an actor with such a prominent role has passed, and we've had to just keep moving, uh, moving on. I mean, well, Brandon Lee died during production, yeah, but I mean, like, there was no plans for a sequel. The 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 studio owned the name, so they did that. Uh, what's his name from the Fast and Furious? Yeah, Brian Paul Walker. Walker. Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Yeah. Well, they killed his character, so. See what the so what is your I don't get it. What do you want then? Like, well, that's what I mean, right? Like, no, you're right. No, hold on. No, 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 no. I I retract that. I retract that. DJ's right. Paul Walker. Yeah. DJ's right. That's my the bad. The chick from fucking that 70s show, Lori or whatever. Lori. 
Yeah, she. Oh no, she didn't die during the show. She died like right after the show, but she still got recasted though. <laughs> that seventy uh, show. Remember Lori, the sister. Uh, didn't the first actress quit? No, they literally fucking fired her because she was she was like a drug addicted like crazy person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like they recasted her, but then like right after the show stopped, like she died literally. Oh, that's a bad seventy show lore I never knew of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. But yeah, no, yeah, DJ's yeah. DJ's right. That's the only one I can really think of. I'm trying to think. There's I'm sure there's been more. I'm sure there's been more. We just gotta really sit down and think. Like they continued making Fast and the Furious without him. They're gonna con- <laughs> They're gonna continue making Black Panther without Chadwick. And uh I don't know, man. This is such a difficult place to be in because, yeah, DJ's right. This is the second time this has happened, and it's such a weird place to be in because I don't know how to feel about it with the characters. I mean, I couldn't care less about Brian O'Connell, but I really did love Chadwick Boseman. You know what I mean? So yeah, he did, he did pull a good character. I'll give him that. Oh, he was marvelous. He was, good, he was great. Dude. He was a great actor. But all right, I think I, th- I think we spend a little bit too much time on this at this point. <laughs> all right. You guys don't feel the same emotional conflict, just me. Mm. No, because yeah. it's a transferable role, like I said. Yeah. Title. The only question is who's going to play uh, Black Panther because Bozo was. He was actually going to bring in Michael B. Jordan to do it. Well, Michael yeah, B. I mean, Jordan is back because Killmonger does play or does assume the role of Black Panther later on. God, you said role, bitch. <laughs> so does Sudi. Huh, Muster? Huh? You were waiting for that, huh, Mustard? Because he keeps fucking correcting me. Title. It's a title. Yeah, dude. It's it fucking so what? You just <laughs> said. Oh, he takes on the role. Fuck you. It's a role. <laughs> uh, yeah, and no, I'm just, I just like fucking with you. Anyways, uh, so does Sudi, and so does the head of the guard. And I think even uh, there's uh, who, who, who else was the Black Panther DJ? The guy before Chadwick Boseman? Well, that's T'Chaka. That guy. No, after after T'Challa. Who else who else takes the, 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 the mantle? Frank Castle. Frank Castle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who. Bucky. Bucky even plays uh, the Black Panther for like a split second. Plays? What? You mean like a role? Yeah, he assumes the title Black Panther for like a split second. <laughs> All right, so Chernobyl. Yeah, now that you're just having fun picking apart my language. Yeah, because you're a bitch. All right, Chernobyl. Quantum of Solace actor Paul Ritter dies, aged 54. Yeah. Paul Ritter, who appeared in Chernobyl, Quantum of Solace, Harry Potter, and the Half-Blood, Half-Blood Prince, and more, has passed away at the age of 54. Trying to put a name to a face. Having trouble here. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, That's okay. He was a really good actor. Was Uh, he like? Oh no, he wasn't. Who was he in Harry Potter? Uh, let's see. He was uh, Eldred Warple. Like the the Minister of Magic guy. I think so. Let's see. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I got nothing on this one. Yeah, he probably had like a screen time of like two seconds. No, well, he was—he's a really good actor. He's a really, really good actor. That sucks. He'll be missed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got. That is. I know. I know who he is. Like, I know. I, I can picture him. It's just hard describing him. Uh, so Ritter's agent said the actor had died peacefully during after suffering with a brain tumor. Uh, Ritter is survived by his wife and sons. That really sucks, man. <clears throat> Tragic. I can't believe how old we're getting, man. Right? Like, like we we learn about our actors, like we grew up with, and we remember suddenly how old they are. Like fucking Sliced Alone is in his seventies, and fucking. Uh, yeah, he was in his eighties. Yeah, yeah. And so so is Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is about to turn like ninety or something. Like it's so fucking oh, yeah. weird. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone's in his seventies. Yeah. Yeah. It's Van Damme's in his sixties, huh? Uh, how? How old is Arnold Schwarzenegger? He's how in his seventies. I think he's. In, I think he's in his seventies. There goes the boomer googling. <laughs> you know how hard that is to spell. <laughs> he's seventy-three years old. Chuck Norris is uh, eighty-one. Sylvester Stallone is seventy-four. Yeah, uh, what's his face? Um, karate movie guy that Grandma used to like. Who was that? Uh, karate. Kevin Segal. Yeah, you, 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 Steven That guy. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't. I think he's also in his seventies or eighties. Uh, he's sixty-nine. He's sixty-nine. Nice. About to turn seventy. Nice. Oh no, he's seventy now. As of yesterday, he's seventy. No, it was his birthday yesterday, bro. Hey, happy birthday, happy, Steven. Happy birthday, Steven, dude. Hey, man. Jean-Claude is 16 years old. Man, it's just... <laughs> it is so weird, right? Like, and like I said... You now, dude? Huh? He looks like you, dude. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> Oh my god, my face is not that fat. Bro, look at <laughs> the spinning bitch. <laughs> my god. And I don't have a fake widow's peak either. Uh... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he looks like he has a tumor, bro. <laughs> you can still kick your ass, though. Yeah, he's also bigger than me. And taller than uh... me. That's funny. You look like that guy. <laughs> I like I said, it's it's just weird, right? Like, are, are you guys feeling that too? Like, all our all our favorite people are just like in really old, and we have like so limited few new people. So what happens yeah, when you get old? About to say, I, I want to talk about that, but I see it's already on the marquee. So yeah. Okay. Speaking of uh, somebody who was very old. Stan Lee's Monkey Master to receive a live-action adaptation with John Woo producing. What? What's this? Uh, so, as the MCU keeps chugging along with the upcoming release of Black Widow, which has been delayed till May or July, I believe, uh, it seems that some of Stan Lee's other comic book creations will be finding their way into movies as well. 
John Woo revealed Thursday that he is attached to produce a live-action adaptation of the unreleased series Monkey Master, which Lee created uh, with his frequent collaborator, uh, Sharad Devrajan, in 2016. Huh. Okay. So this is, uh, this is Son Goku, then. Drawing from Lee and Devrajan's story, the film will follow Li Yong, an archaeologist that discovers an ancient prophecy about the Chinese legend of the Monkey King, Son Goku. Yong's findings lead him on an adventure in India where a hidden power transforms him into a superhero. Yeah. So you keep saying a phrase that sounds similar to what I know. What do you mean? Like the Son Goku thing. Well, uh, not not Kakarot from DBZ, because uh, even okay, that's what I was thinking. yeah, because Kakarot from DBZ, even his character Goku is based off of uh, uh, to into the West Son Goku, the Monkey King. Um, Stanley discussed his creative investment in Monkey Master in 2016, two years before his death. I've always been fascinated by the Chinese and Indian cultures, which are so philosophical and rich in tradition and morality. Monkey Master will be unique in how it interweaves myth to create a modern-day hero that will entertain fans across the world with his martial arts skills and unstoppable superpowers. Yeah. So that's pretty much what we're looking at right there. Oh, that's pretty fucking... That's pretty cool. <laughs> now, I wonder if we're going to get what kind of personality we're going to get with this. Mischievous. Son Goku is very mischievous. <clears throat> uh, so yeah I've always wanted to make my attention. yeah I've always wanted to make a film based on the Monkey King story out of China uh, but I've struggled with a new way to present it Wu said the story by Stan Lee was such a unique version of it uh, that it incorporated the mythological character's unexplored journey to India and what DJ didn't Into the West take place mostly in India um, uh, yeah, mostly. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, a lot of it is, like, you know, getting there, but a lot of it was actually in there, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Wu's familiar with his own folktales. And, uh, and all the elements I enjoy in filmmaking, great characters, action. Well, and to adventure. be fair, there's actually two different versions of it. Well, I mean, like, okay, so there's Son Goku, but then there's, you know... The what, what was it? Uh, Son Goku, and I think two other demons or some shit like that, and the and, and the uh, the cowardly priest. Yeah, and Le Fong. Yeah. So, so yeah. So to be fair, there's like different versions of this story. So yeah, it's like into into the West. Uh, the main story is about three demons and a cowardly priest, including Son Goku, have to save the world by traveling west into India. And even at some point, China and um, all those places to save and collect and save the world. But there is another one uh, that's very independent that just kind of follows like a slice of life type thing that happens. So this is cool. And uh, I don't know. What do, you, what, do you, what do you guys think? Give me a start too, man. I'd be down to see this because this should, this has my attention, especially just by that concept art right there. Okay, mustard. I'm excited. 
Something new to watch. Some of that new cape shit. Yeah. He looks like like a monkey version of Thor. Looks like a monkey version of Hellboy. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, Hellboy. He looks very Hellboy-ish. Very good. Uh, DJ, what about you, man? I'm curious. If nothing else, it'd be nice to see something, something fresh and, you know, legacy of Stan Lee. So I'm going to give it a real shot. Hmm. I'm not going to lie. I'm curious. Uh, there, there's, a, there's a lot of shoes to fill in this. Not just Stan Lee's, but, you know, the tale of Son Goku and how it gets told. So, yeah, I'm actually really curious about this. That's pretty cool. So let's go ahead and dead that. And move on. We got a new number one. (laughs) And it is Little Nas X, Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, Number two, Peaches by Justin Bieber has fallen. Thank fuck. Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic, uh, which is Bruno Mars and Anderson Dot Pack. I like that one. I like that song. (laughs) I haven't heard it. (laughs) <laughs> up by Cardi B which is a we determined a Nicki Minaj ripoff Driver's License which was very forgettable uh, Save Your Tears is uh, at number 6 now front down from number 5 Levitating by Dua Lipa uh, Blinding Lights which is also down from number 6 Mood uh, is up from number 10 and What You Know About Love by Pop Smoke is number 9 Yeah, there's only like three songs on there that I actually know that I actually can like know what they are. Uh, I haven't heard. I don't know. Like, should we play it? We've played it on this on this show before. Eh, I don't think we should waste the time. If I'm being honest, <clears throat> we could just critique the song. I mean, uh, Gibby, have you seen it? What the Montero music video? Yeah. Uh, of course I've seen it. Okay. If I see something blowing up and people are bitching about it, of course I have to watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what, what do you think, DJ? What about the song, or should we watch it again? Uh, well, do, you, do you, should, should we watch the video, or should we watch like the lyric video and try to critique the song more on a on a uh, non-sensational basis? Yeah, the the lyric video because I'm sorry, I cannot pay attention to the song with that video. Nah, granted, I I get it. Trust me. Uh, what do that, you think? That's a good point. So yeah, I'm down for the lyric video. Okay, so that's two mustard. What do you think? Sure, let's do the lyric video. All right, I'm down for that too. You only have so much of my attention when there's a lap dance going on. <laughs> uh, like like I'm not gonna lie. Like I I've I've we we came to a huge fight on this show over it. I love I love the fuck you behind it. Uh, I think it is a bop. Uh, I, I'm just I guess I'm just in love with the imagery. So now we're gonna have to be forced to just take a look at it and to as, decide whether if it's payola or not. Yeah. So let's go ahead. I don't think it's payola this time. I'm pretty Consid- sure it's payola, dude. I don't I don't think it's payola this time, considering how much you know what I mean. Like this got blown up. So let's go ahead and take a look at this. If it's not payola, it's gonna it's not gonna last very long. I don't think it is. I caught it bad just today. You hit me with a call to your place. 
Ain't been out in a while anyway Was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles in my face Romantic talking, you don't even have to try You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight Looking at the table, all I see is bleeding white Baby, you living the life, but nigga, you ain't living right Cocaine and drinking with your friends I'm not gonna lie, I like the quality of the vocals. I don't like them. He can't, he can't sing. Yeah, that video definitely distracts you from the song. Yeah, it does. It provides way more views than this song. Okay. And that's the line I was talking about. And yeah, like I. Okay. Is he talking about fucking somebody that just broke up with their girlfriend? I mean, he's just talking about fucking in general. Okay. Well, just that last line threw me off. Yeah. That line, if you made in your garden, call me. But I feel like he's trying. He's trying to make references and trying to make like punches and jabs, but they do not come across clearly, in my opinion. Uh, I. Th- uh, okay. Well, continue. Like, do you, do you think it's uh? Do like you think? Mentions like the garden. Okay, if you're not in the garden, you don't have to pretend or whatever. Like out here, you could sin. Like I get what he's trying to say. Like if you're not in the fucking circle, you're not going to be included. Yeah. Like yeah, that's true. But like the way the song's structured, and then the way like the the um the melody and uh, crescendo he's using with his vocals doesn't doesn't flow right for me. Like I don't know. I, you guys get what I'm saying? Like it's it doesn't cu- it doesn't cut. Like it's not like ooh, you know what I mean? Like oh damn, like he really said that shit. Like no, it's like okay, you know. <laughs> like, that's yeah, it's the like, whole time. Like okay, yeah, this is another song where it's like oh, okay, we're gonna see how far we can quote unquote push the envelope and then call it a day. Yeah, pretty much. Like how edgy can we get? Yeah, I can I can see both your points, DJ. What do you think, man? <clears throat> um. You know, now I'm actually listening to the song proper. Uh, I do like the melody. I like the uh, the uh, the blending of his voice and the acoustics. Yeah. Uh, as far as the message goes, it's really kind of off-putting. Cause it's like it's like. What's the message though? That's the thing. He's talking about weed and white. He's talking about like drinking with your friends. He's talking about religion. He's talking about. Being... I, I I got them. I I know what the message is. What's the, the mes- message. <laughs> The the message is essentially just because I'm gay, doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about doing what other rappers do. If if you were to hear all these lines from any other rapper, 
It's negligible. It's nothing. It's par for the course. Hearing this from a gay man is what puts the shock into it. The fact that he is talking about uh, getting high, getting stoned, getting drunk, and fucking, but he's a gay guy. That's that's what the message is. Well, and that's just it, is that it shouldn't matter, and that's what the message is. The message is, is that this shouldn't be taboo, but it is. So, DJ, continue, please. Indeed. Uh, I don't know if this is just for me personally, but honestly, I didn't feel a bite. Yeah, you know, exactly. the message. Yeah, it, exactly. it, it, and I think it's because of the music he uses. Because you know, it, it, the music is soothing, you know, very soothing and calming and all that stuff. Then he's like, you know, talking about I want to shoot a baby in your mouth, whatever. I mean, I, I get what he's going for, but it's kind of like, you know, it's like. I get it, but it's kind of like not unnerving, but I suppose like you know disarming. It's a, it's like it's like a chihuahua trying to bark at you, trying to be vicious when you know you can just punt that little fucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you he's know. not making any real points. He's not making any real like fuck you well, statements. Like he's not making well, any brave. No, no, statements. no, 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 no. He he's uh, making a lot of points. The problem I, is, is that so. like you know when you see someone who's like who's like in your face, you that know, it's like, and, and they're like. You know, it's like they're, 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 they're trying to, like, you're making a point of being aggressive. You know, it's like, and if they're, like, big and, like, you know, it's like, you know, big and, like, tough, like, rawr, rawr, you're like you know, you'll, you'll take it a lot more seriously than, like, say, like, a little kid trying to do the same thing. I mean, not saying it's a little kid, but I'm just saying it's, like, it's, it's a little disarming. It's like, I know what you're saying, but I'm not really feeling the bite you're trying to give off. And I guess that, and maybe that's, that's, that's kind of the point. Yeah. You know of it because you know because like it's so disarming, but like he's saying this was like one of those whoa, you know, like kind of weird there. But I guess you know, I'm, I'm just more used to when when people like go to this route, they like you know do it a certain way. While most people would be aggressive, he's being like more calm and uh, and uh, hypnotic, I guess, or methodic, whatever. I, I'd say meth- methodol- me- me- methodic. Methodic. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. I just I don't know. I between no. his bad singing, but, uh, <laughs> hey, between the copy and paste, uh, fucking beat he's got going, between the like, just kind of rounded out. It's very rounded out. You know what I mean? It's not. It's trying to be edgy, but to me, it sounds very rounded out and very like not very. Uh, it sounds well produced. It's not impactful. I don't know. I just don't feel anything. Like I'm like okay. Like literally the like the the whole song was like big one big okay. Like that's it for me. Yeah, I'm done. Didn't really raise any emotion. Nope, not really. I think he was more worried about the video than he was the song. I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the the music itself is well done. It has the same vibe as Old Town Road because it takes a lot of actual instruments. And incorporates them. As far as his singing, I don't think his singing is that bad. I think his singing is about on par with what's happening in today's music. Uh, his vocals do cut on several parts, and I do like that because it's the certain parts that are supposed to cut. Uh, however, I will say that listening to it without the without the the video, I can easily see why it loses its bite 
mm-hmm. because it, it stands out a little bit above what's going on right now, but not enough for it to be easily Number distinguished. One. Yeah, like for me, this is a payola for me. I don't think it's payola, dude. I think everything that blew up regarding the video, I don't think this is payola at all. And to what trust me. Like nail in the coffin, what do you guys think? Payola or no payola? What the hell is payola? Explain oh, okay. to it, Buster. Go ahead. Payola is when uh, artists, teams, and representatives pay uh, radio stations and um, like places to put their songs before like everybody else's. Like, oh, definitely payola. Definitely. Yeah, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. See, we have another payola. Jesse, is, I mean, is that payola to you or no? Hmm. <sighs> I kind of want to say yes, but at the same time, I don't want to say no, mostly because the video. Yeah. The, the video itself would really ru- ru- would really rise this song to the, the, to the top of the charts sure. easily. Because, you yeah, know, 114 million views. You know, and, and, right, give, right, and give it Satan a lap dance. It's just one of those. No, nah, people <laughs> will watch this. Be like straight up. So but look at Old Town Road, 708 million. That was definitely Paola. Yeah, no, Old Town Road, I, I think, was just a perfect mix of, like, timing <laughs> timing, and, and and the guest spot on it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like he didn't have a guest spot on this. This is all Little Nas X, but he had, what's his name? Billy Ray Cyrus on Old Town yeah. Road. Other people remixing it. Yeah. <laughs> he, had, so, he had Chris Rock on Old Town Road. Yeah, so this one is all by himself and 114 million views in two weeks. So... Uh, so what, what, what do you, what, how, many is, huh? how many of that is people actually liking the song Bro. and other people just getting offended by the video? Bro, look, doesn't at matter. This, right? Clicks is clicks. Oh, guys, give me a second here. Look at this song produced by take a day trip Omar Fetty and Roy Lenzo. Three fucking people worked on that beat. You're going to ta- that. What? No way. No way. It's right there. No, I'm saying like no, like no way. It took three people to make three that. fucking people made that little. Three fucking people, dude. Four. Oh my fucking god! See, this is a, this is what I'm worst. saying. It's just a copy and paste fucking beat, dude. Oh my. Okay, you know what, mustard? If it's not recorded in a garage with three broken <laughs> guitars and an eight track to get the fucking authentic feeling of being broken, fuck you, dude. I'm so sick of your elitist bullshit. Elitist bullshit. When I'm dude, saying- if it doesn't sound like fucking Fitlar, you hate it. If it if it isn't somebody who has less than a thousand views on Spotify, you fucking if hate I it. I can recreate a fucking beat in ten fucking minutes from just hearing it once, like I can with this song. Three fucking people should be may be able to make a difference in the music, dude. That's all I'm fucking saying. You're being dumb again. We know you stand, little Nas X. I know you fucking love this fucking guy. I don't. But he's not that great, dude. He's another mediocre fucking artist that you can throw on the fucking pile. So what? He's gay. So what? He likes Satanism imagery. So what? He's a standout character. His music is not that fucking good, man. You gotta get. I literally just said that. I literally just fucking said that. Where are you coming from? So what what does that have to do with Fiddler and Elitism and all this bullshit that you brought up? I'm just because you hate everything if it's not that. You literally hate everything if it's not that. Not fucking true. DJ, not back me up. I like all sorts of fucking music. I shut up. Let, Let DJ speak. Let DJ speak. DJ. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> sucking his dick for no fucking reason, dude. Yeah, look, I'm not qualified to comment on that because, you know, I, I'm not exactly, you know, well-versed into uh, Mustard's uh, musical uh, taste as much as you are, dead man. But, you know, from what I've seen on the podcast, he, he does like other stuff. But can you agree that Deadman holds this fucker at a higher standard than everybody else? I am literally just said I don't. For some no, fucking I, reason? Like, can you agree like, with that, DJ? No, 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 no. I, I don't agree with that. Mostly, you know, he's just, uh, he's just proud that a gay guy is always saying, fuck, you know, the pretty much ton of people is like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, I'm gay. I'm going to do what I want and be okay. happy about it. I'm not going to be miserable because miserable you say I am. But moving, I guess, but moving yeah. past that, I just don't feel like the music's that good. I don't know. It's not. That's no. all I'm saying then. Why are you arguing with me? Because you hate everything. <laughs> so do you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, I do. Oh, this took such a turn. All right, then. Gibby's over here fucking mom and dad just hit each other at the fucking dinner table, and he's just playing with his phone under the table. <laughs> trying to figure out what's happening here. I mean, arguing about Lil Nas X. I don't know. He's not a rapper to make a splash. He's not the first musician to make a splash. So I don't get how this is different than any of the other 50 million PR That's my that. point that I'm trying to make is that he's another one you just throw on the fucking pile. Like, whatever. Yeah, no. Like I said, the music itself, outside of the music video, it's about par for the course. It's a little bit elevated just because he has that acoustic feel just like he did with old town road and it, and it's like a point above everybody else just literally right. one point above Fine. everybody else that's it like i don't i don't think the guy's fucking incredible i don't think he's i don't stand him in any fucking way i like serious like seriously and i think this is the part that you're confusing i like the fuck you behind the song i like the fuck you behind the video if anybody else had made this in any other way I, I would be defending them in the exact same way. I like the fuck you message. The same way, uh, uh, you know, fucking uh, War Pigs. I love that song. Even though <laughs> even though fucking Ozzy Osbourne's kind of a piece of shit, I still love that song. Even though, you know, we have all these other songs like Fortunate Son and everything else like that. I love songs that have fuck you behind them. And that's why I like this song. Is it better okay. than anybody else? Absolutely not. No, it's very forgettable, in fact. Absolutely. However, and this is this is why I've been waiting. I think I like I cooked this up the other day. I never thought because okay, I used to and and DJ make can it, attest. Yeah, yeah, I'll make it quick. DJ can attest to this. When we used to drive to high school, I used to blast uh, heavy metal, death metal. I used to blast like Rob Zombie in my Cadillac just to piss off. My neighbors, because uh, my mom, my mom and dad's neighbors, because they were all so they hated rock and they hated metal. So I used to blast that shit just to piss them off. And now here I am, almost forty years old, and the most metal song right now that pisses off the most people that I used to piss off myself is that song. Okay. So yeah, it's the message behind it that I get behind. All right, I get it. Yeah. It's just it, it was just a weird thought to me. Then I'm like, wait, the most metal song right now is by a is by a gay rapper. That's the shit. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's a trip in my head to make it connect. Anyways. Uh <laughs> who is this? 
So Bass Nectar has been sued for alleged sexual abuse of minors, child pornography, and human trafficking. There is a lot of this going around. Why? Why? This was such a jump. Uh, (laughs) Some pretty heavy accusations. What? Uh, What the... (laughs) Two accusers say the EDM star groomed them and had sexual relations with them while they were under 18 and solicited naked photographs. There's a lot of this going around, dude. Um, Look at that face. I'm not going to say it. You know, you all know what I want to say, but I ain't going to say he it. He looks like a rapist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't see him, so I going to say it. Fucking hell, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Gibby hasn't uh, experienced the new uh, <laughs> the new soundboard here. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. In case you wanna play the big smoke order. Oh, where is it? Um, I got it. I'll have two number nines, number nine a number six with extra dip, a number seven, two number forty fives. One with cheese and a lot of soap. <laughs> oh, with cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, like, this has just been going well, this around. this is fucking crazy. I know. The lawsuit was filed Monday, April 5th, on behalf of Rachel... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it. <sighs> nope, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of Rachel Ramsbottom <laughs> and Alexis Bowling. That is so I mean, unfortunate. Human trafficking and manufacturing and possessing child pornography. Wow. That is so unfortunate. <laughs> the DJ. Story topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. The DJ, whose real name is Lauren Ashton. Uh, the suit named several hundred entities affiliated with him, Amorphous Music, Bass Nectar Touring, Red Light Management, C3 Presents, and uh, Interact- Interactive Giving Fund? Are these, yes. all, are these all EDM people? Uh, I think, no, they're, they're like his companies. Yeah, they're these like are the, the companies. He represents. Oh, okay. I, like, I just see the names. I'm thinking, yeah, those could be EDM artists. Yeah, no, right? No shit. Um, the lawsuit obtained by Rolling Stone claims that Ashton solicited underage girls through various means, including through Twitter, fan clubs, charitable invita- uh, hmm, initiatives uh, like the Be Interactive and Ambassadors program. Uh, the suit appears to be prompted in part by an Instagram account that launched last June, Evidence Against Bass Nectar, where numerous women accused Ashton of sexual abuse. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. These outrageous claims, which are clearly designed for the media rather than focused for the courts. Jesus. Are completely without merit, and we eagerly look forward to proving so. And that was Michael Schuster, the attorney for Ashton, the accusee? The accusee, yeah. Um, so it, it goes as far as he's integrating himself into the lives of the girls, offering them tickets, connecting them with fellow fans, and uh, pushing a culture premised on ideals such as community and collectivism. Why do Ooh. all these fuckers sound like they're trying to start a cult? Ooh. Is it just me? Maybe well, that's just the way they're painting it. 
What were you saying, Gibby? No, no. It, most of these people, whenever I see something like this, I'm like, y'all are trying to stall, start like a call and play it real smooth. That it's not, aren't you? And that's what I said, yeah. So he would provide large sums of cash and other valuable items in exchange for sex. A running joke among those associated with Bass Necker is that he would have to find a date at a high school dance. That's disgusting. Oh, man. This is just... Mm. Wow, this guy does it so much. He's even a running joke about it. Go figure. Yeah, like, they're just joking about, it, like, oh, yeah, he likes he likes some young. And you're okay with that? How young? Middle school. Mm. You know what? Okay, boys, do you guys you know have on our hands? I'm, I'm going to... Wait, hold on, hold on. You know what this reminds me of? Notice. By two weeks' notice, just right here. What does it remind me of? Uh, you guys seen that movie at Sleepaway Camp? Yeah. You want know to be getting like one of the cooks is like looking out at all the kids. Yeah. With, you know, with that piece of grass in his mouth. He's looking at him. He's like, yeah, look at them all. You know, where back where I come from, we call them baldies. And and the freaking guy was like, you know, you know, they're too young to be uh, to know what's on your mind. And the fucking uh, and the and the fucking creep goes, man, it's like, good buddy. There's no such thing as being too young. You're just too old. Yeah, and that's why he dies horribly in the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like that's what this guy reminds me of. Like this guy in this story is like Yeah. You know, and that's what the friends remind me of. Like the guy's like, yeah, oh, that that's just how this guy is. It's like, you you shouldn't be comfortable with that. Yeah, I, I agree. You shouldn't. You should not. That's in, that's enabling. Uh, so the suit claims he presented himself as a friend and a mentor, uh, dealing with their school assignments even up until all the way. But also says that he allegedly had sexual undertones in the messages, uh, asking Ramsbottom what she would do if they met, demanding she break up with her boyfriend, uh, making <clears throat> suggestive remarks about her last name. Oh come on, come, dude. F- I'm trying my hardest to take this seriously, but Ram's bottom just keeps throwing me off. I know, dude. And I'm and he literally already made the fucking he already made the comments. I'm just Oh my god. They finally met in, in 2013 at a hotel in Memphis where he allegedly had sex with her, refused to wear a condom, and gave her $1,000 in mixed bills afterwards. A few weeks That's later... 1000 bucks? That's it? <laughs> How much did you pay, Mustard? If I didn't pay anything. <laughs> I, what I got paid was not... Uh, <laughs> was that the time you went to the Elton John concert? I want to talk about that. You have an NDA, right? <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks later in Nashville, Ashton invited her to stay with him at another hotel where she claims he kept her for about four days, ordering her to hide when room service arrived and growing angry when she answered the phone. He also oh, solicited uh, her to take and send sexually explicit photographs of herself while naked, per the suit, which Ram Bottoms says she did. So there's got to be evidence of that. So where are the messages? I want to. I want to see all this shit. I want to see what he said. 
All right. So Ramsbottom and Ashton allegedly saw each other in November 2013, although Ashton supposedly contacted her after the Me Too movement began in 2017. In 2020, after the Evidence Against Bass Nectar ground, uh, uh, Instagram account launched, Ashton allegedly reached out again and continued to do so even after Ramsbottom blocked his number. Uh, so she's in therapy. She agreed to talk over the phone. Uh, it's he, so he admitted that what he done was inappropriate, completely wrong. He also reportedly claimed that while he wanted to take accountability, it was Ramsbottom's fault. He couldn't. I could, I could be doing so much more if it wasn't for one person who could just push a button and put me in fucking jail, he said. Maybe don't do this shit. You won't have to hey, deal with this. Be, maybe you should just be a better person, dude. Yeah. So I looked up that Instagram account. Uh huh. And the first thing that pops up is Las Vegas shop offers free base nectar to removals. Oof. Uh. I've never heard of this guy. Have you guys heard of this guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJ? No, I can't say I have. There's one song he does that's one of my favorites, and that kind of sucks. Not anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the point. Um, Top of my head. Uh, okay. Yeah, this this account is just a bunch of uh, tweets, articles, and all that. But holy shit! I don't know, man. I mean, it sucks if this really happened. I'm really sorry for them if this this all really went down. It's really horrible, and yeah, it's he wouldn't be the first or the last. So that's yeah. shitty. Oh, and then and then uh, I just seen his response to this, to all of this. I am stepping back from my career and I am stepping down from my position of power and privilege in this community because I want to take responsibility and accountability. I feel intense compassion for anyone I may have hurt. I truly hope you allow me a chance to work together toward healing. The rumors you are hearing are untrue, but I realize some of my past actions have caused pain, and I am deeply sorry. I am handing off our nonprofit Be Interactive to a diverse team to continue without my involvement moving forward. Sometime in the future, I may share more thoughts on these matters, but for now, please take care of each other, and I wish you all the brightest future. <clears throat> of course, I was waiting to see if we would get something out that or if it would just be a uh, sweep it under the rug and let's not even admit it happened sort of thing. Uh, right. <laughs> I I don't know. If this is all true, he deserves to rot in jail. And, oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I, that's all I got to say about it. What the all right, we can I just keep looking at this account. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, I, Jesus, I can't even lighten the mood. DMX, rapper, actor, has passed away at age 50. Where the hood at? <laughs> uh, a rapper known for his troubles with his music has died. His family announced in a statement he was 50 years old. We are deeply saddened to announce today that our loved one, DMX, birth name Earl Simmons, Mustard, weren't you the one that told me his fucking name was Earl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's, that takes away any gangster. <laughs> it does not. 
It does. <laughs> hey, quit fucking with me. You're going to have to deal with my man. Oh, yeah, who's your man's? Earl? <laughs> you might know him as DMX. Oh, shit. Bart- <laughs> he barks at people in public and has no issue with it. So if you could do that willingly, I do not even want to come near you. Yeah, I don't want to fight DMX, Earl. DJ, DJ, come on, dude. Say something. I'm deeply sad that DMX has passed. I actually am too. I'm really, really fucking sad about this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, same here, because he was one of my favorite rappers, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Same here, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> he has passed away at the age of 50 years old in White Plains Hospital with his family by his side after being placed on life support for the past few days. Harlow was a warrior who fought to the very end. He loved his family with all of his heart. We cherished the times we spent with him. He'd been hospitalized since last week when he suffered a heart attack in his home after an OD. After a drug overdose, so they keep bleeding out, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the kind of part where I have a disconnect because I don't, I don't have sympathy for addicts. I really don't. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that sucks that that's the way he was taken out, and I'm really sorry. And, like, it's just not, it's kind of not fair, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so, like, the thing is, is I, I know this guy had a lot of issues. Like, he was busted for fucking, I think, taxes. I think he was busted for dog fighting. Uh, he had domestic stuff on him. Uh, he was, yeah, he was in and out for drugs. It was, uh, the guy had a lot of problems. I, I Like, am I, am I surprised that he was also, you know on the fucking verge of OD. Like, no, I'm not surprised at all. Especially any time a picture came up of him in public. Yeah. He just looked like shit. He looked mm-hmm. rough. Um, so that's it. We say goodbye to a legacy. And, uh, I, maybe it's controversial, but I think he was a better actor than the rapper. No, no, I don't know. But what, what the hell was that? What kind of take was that? Yeah, yeah, seriously, good God. Get the hell out of here. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, what, what what DMX song should we play in his memory? Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's the only one we need to play. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Reading that Rainbow. One, that one too. But Rudolph first. Alright. Alright. <laughs> I think it's the first one. <laughs> yeah, it is, bro. It's the only one. <laughs> Do the full edit. Oh, full edit? Full yeah, edit. he actually. No, look. Okay, so he did it as a joke on the interview, right? But I then remember. he turned around and went into the fucking studio with it. Oh, no. All right. So let's, let's do it. Yeah, do it, man. I used to actually bump the shit. But do you recall what's that? The most famous. Come on. Yeah, get it. And if you ever saw it, oh, you hear the background? Hell oh, yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> God 
God, this is the shit. It's so good. <laughs> For real. <laughs> oh my god, there's still 30 seconds left of this. Uh, it might just be a beat. I don't, I don't think I could contain myself if I was the one recording this, you know? No, dude, I, I'd be jamming, bro. <laughs> you know, like just behind the board, just... Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, fuck those reindeer. You know, uh, oh my god, you know, I half expected the song to be like, you know, when Santa's like, like when Santa came to say, like, you know, here, Rudolph, take my tech nine tonight and blow these bitches away tonight or something like that. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. But with that, we do say goodbye to DMX. Um, so bye. long and good night. So long and good night. And thank you for for everything you gave to music and uh had us with a lot of fun and we even had fun with that even though you're gone so let's go ahead and dead that and start wrapping this up gibby tell everybody what you're doing where to find you you know you know the deal i know the deal if you want to follow me on twitter and see my daily shit post is twitter.com at enough snuff twitch i do streams sometimes when i feel like it but i've been starting to do 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. That's where the podcast is going to be held. And you can find my podcast on any major platform, Spotify, Apple, whatever. Just look up Podcast Daddy Variety Show. And I'll be sure to put that in the in the description. Goddamn right. <laughs> So what 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 have you been doing lately on your on your show? I've been trying to basically reinvent it instead of just being a boring little, you know, 15 minute by myself. I want to give it that like game show feel. Uh, a little bit more production and whatnot. Yeah, a little bit more production, some drops, some actual segments. Okay, you're going to go with more of a of a DP thing. I wouldn't go DP, but you know, <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, fair enough. So uh, once again, it's a podcast, Daddy Variety Show, and I'll have that tagged down below in the description. But with that said, DJ, with your push to talk ass bullshit, DJ, we're waiting <laughs> well, on you. Cue the music, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. That's better. Now that the music monkey has finally done his job. Oh, fuck you. Allow me to tell you about our Patreon. That's right. VT Network has its own Patreon because we need money. We are fucking poor. Not just poor, but fucking poor. But you will not get this something for nothing. For just $1 per month, you'll be at the first blood which you'll have your name of your choosing and the credits of every episode. That means you won't be a producer legally, put, put that on your resume or whatever. For just $1 per month, you can do that. But if that's not enough for you, you'll be upgraded to the UAV tier for just $3 a month, which will have the previous perk, as well as access to the poster that releases every Wednesday, as well as listening to A Minute with DJ, where I talk about something random. 
and of which I know that no one listens to, so I am all good. But of course, that's not enough to float your boat. For this five dollars per month, you'll be at the highest tier, which is the airstrike tier, for which you'll have the previous perk, as well as access to the monthly movie roast. You'll have your name right out loud at the end of every episode. You'll get a sticker each month, and you'll probably be part of a giveaway every three months. Remember, if it's just one dollar, that's one dollar greatly appreciated, and we need all the help we can get. If you want to know where to give us money, that's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. I'll say it once more. That's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Hell yeah. I don't know why you sound so far away, but you do. There's a gibby. Can't help it. It's so catchy. I totally forgot about that music, but it's just so like such a. I want to buy this shit now. So, <laughs> Mustard, tell them how to get a hold of us. Tell us, uh, tell them uh, about your stream too. <sighs> Instagram, VT Network number two. Twitter, VT Network number two. Email, VT Network eighty four at gmail.com. I stream on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Colonel Mustard, first L being an I. Uh, probably going to stream tomorrow, actually. Um, I just love this music so much. And um, that's about it. Yeah, Facebook, VT Network number two, Twitter, VT Network number two, Instagram, VT Network number two. Interact with us, give us suggestions, talk with us, send us memes, whatever you want. We're there. Yeah. Alright, <clears throat> How's how has your streaming been going? You started it back up again, didn't you? I did, and I actually got like a maximum of like 15 viewers last stream. It was pretty cool. Hey. It's better when Gibby does. Gibby usually has to show his nipples to get people in there. Dude, I figured out it's like I could actually do something if I stayed consistent, but... Mm. Yeah, definitely. Uh. Yeah, like both of you guys are not consistent at all. Anyways, so let's go ahead and talk about. Thank you. So let's go ahead and talk about the merch, which is vtnetwork.redbubble.com. We have another sale, by the way. Somebody did buy something from us. Really? Uh, they bought an acrylic block with a "Watch Me Give a Fuck" on it. So head over to really? Redbubble. Yeah, vtnetwork.redbubble.com, so you can choose of eleven designs, including the "Watch Me Give a Fuck" design. I the it was probably Joe. <laughs> the set classic TV shirt, or the neon sign, the, v the original logo, Stranger VTN, the 70s Funk logo, our Nintendo cart, which is not a Nintendo cart, and of course, if you want to get your shopping done early, for Christmas, the VTN Xmas uh, classic design. And these things come in everything from phone cases to blankets to clocks to acrylic blocks, which are paperweights. Such a good drop. And uh, as well as clocks, uh, covers, and blankets in case you want to sleep with us. That's right, I sent it. Gibby has three. One for each of us. You don't want me to answer that one, honestly. As long as we paid for them. <laughs> We're not sure yet. Well, uh, well uh, paying is a very loose term. Okay? 
And they also come in pillows, and I gotta mention pillows, or DJ drives by an orphanage and throws pennies at them. Eh, they had it coming. The little best you'd be thankful there's not quarters. <laughs> so once again, that is vtnetwork.redbubble.com, and thank you to whoever bought that. Uh, let us know. Send us pictures of how it looks wherever you're going to use it. We are very curious and very thankful that you bought one of our, our little merch things. So I just know that one of my designs is actually freaking selling for once. Yeah, no shit, right? <clears throat> I also want to thank Paul Schroyer and the Magic Squirrel Network. Uh, I also want to tell you about their new, their two new shows, Rabid Ears, which is R-A-B-I-D Ears, and Paul Mark Presents, which I'm a part of. Uh, they both have their own channels. They're both launching or have launched. Uh, I think Paul Mark Presents has two episodes out, including the intro, so you guys can check that out on any major podcasting net, uh, platform. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wanted to just support them in their new endeavors, um, having fun with them, of course. I also want to thank our Patreons this month, which is Lofus, Hi, baby. The Grave Robber, The Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne, Carol, Anthony, Sherry Finks, and Mr. Blacklung. Thank you guys so, so much. I already ordered the sticker for this month. It's on its way, and you guys will get it soon. Um, I also want to thank everybody who participates, and thanks, Gibby, for showing up and actually sounding good this time. Oh, what? You saying it didn't sound good last time? No, it sounded like you were talking to us through a toaster. Yeah, because I couldn't figure out exactly where to talk into that mic, so I kind of played it by whatever the fuck worked. If you want me to be honest. Yeah, you sound like DJ does now. Ooh. Yeah. DJ sounds like he has a blanket over his fucking yeah, microphone. Yeah, I know, dude. Y'all always insulting the mic game over here. It's because you need to be crispy clear. Because <laughs> we're professionals. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, with all that said, though, we're going to head to the post show. Uh, Gibby, you, you planning on hanging around with us? I got to catch some sleep before work. All right, that sounds good then. DJ! Yeah, good night, whatever. Yeah, say good night, DJ. <laughs> good night, DJ. <laughs> <laughs>